The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. That's the beginning. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the DJ Swartz podcast. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. We changed it just like we changed the theater name. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, welcome back to the Starry Night Theater podcast. This is episode 11. I'm Alex. I'm DJ Swartz. <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> um, wait, well, did I have a story or do you have a story? I don't remember. Well, it's both of our story, but I thought you were going to tell Oh, it. I was... Okay. So, you know, anyone who was at the theater yesterday at Crew, at the end, DJ said he always shows up on time, 9.15, he's in the parking lot for this podcast, and I'm late, and that is not true at all. I'm always on time, and today, I was here before him. At, I was here before 9.15, he was here late. I was here at like 9.20. We like switched roles. I feel like I, I'm always here earlier and then <laughs> That's you That's not true. You pull I feel up. like I feel like so, half the time you're here first and half the time I'm here first. I don't know about that. I, I think that's true. When I lose my keys, yeah. Well, anyways, we have a witness. Yeah. But also, I have a good excuse. Okay, I was up let's late. Hear it. What, that's your excuse? You were up late? I was watching WrestleMania, the biggest wrestling event of the year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? That's it? You know, I used what, to dream of being a wrestler, so I think it counts. Why'd you never go into wrestling? I don't know. It was like, I used to be super passionate about it. I had my whole entrance into the into WWE and everything. Like what? I, I No, like, I planned it out myself. Oh. So, like, I would have went to creative and been like, here it is. Let's do it. Oh, did you have a name? Yeah. What? I didn't. <laughs> what was your name? <laughs> Okay, well, I've never said my full name on the podcast, so this is kind of, I don't like this. My full name is Donald. Awful, horrible, <laughs> god-awful name. I've always hated it from wow. birth. doesn't that make your dad feel bad? My dad's name is not Donald. Wait, what? That's his middle name. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. So, I can't stand my name. My name is just awful. Like, well, still, that's a part of his name. Wow, he named you... After they had it out for me, I think. <laughs> like, I would have rather been Lawrence or anything. Like, what an or horrible name. You as Lawrence? I would have I taken it. I'm not a Donald. No, I hope. You're, you're a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, awful name. Um, so I was going to be Don Cena. And I was just going to imitate everything John Cena did. Oh, my God. And then I'd, I'd be pulled up to the main roster. Then John Cena and I would be on a team together. 
And then, you know, I'd turn on him and we'd have a fight at WrestleMania and I'd win the title. Wow. I think I would have gotten really over. What do you mean really over? Oh, well, that's that's wrestle speak for like, <laughs> like I people, don't watch <laughs> wrestling at all. It's fun. It's it's just entertainment. <laughs> it's just fun. It's just like the crowd would love me, I think. Oh. Okay. As Don Cena. That's a fun that's a good shtick. <laughs> okay. So Vince McMahon, if you're out there, you're listening, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to take that leap. Are you? Yes. Yes I am. <laughs> um okay. So that's has nothing to do with anything ever. Um I I do have something though. And our guest could weigh in on this as well. So multiple weeks ago now, I got some info on a on a case that we're running here. <laughs> oh, God. We're still running this. Okay. We're still running this. It's been a long time since we talked about this because it just keeps getting it, pushed yeah. back. Um, so I, I – well, let's introduce our guest and, and we'll talk to her about this as well. We have Julie Sanko on the podcast today. Ooh, thank you for coming. Julie. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. So a few weeks ago, Julie handed me something um, quite incriminating, I would say. What, Wait, what? <laughs> what was that? What, what, did you, what did you hand I me? I found the program from the uh, acting class where we did the high school musical number. We're all in this together. Oh, my God. Is my name on it? No. No. What? <laughs> oh my God. But so I, I get this and I'm like, it's over. This is it. This is the piece we needed. And then Vanessa said, no, I knew she wasn't in that one. She's in the year after that I taught and nobody can find any trace why of that. Why would I think that I was in high school musical when I didn't know anyone until I came to she, the acting class? She and- said that. She did the high school thing when she taught, not the high school musical thing, but the high school nerd whatever. Yeah. When Wait, she taught, and she didn't teach things? that year. Yeah, yeah, we did the musical number high school. The, we're all in this together dance, and I, we only did it with the kids class. Um, yeah, we look back at the okay. program. The teenagers were doing their own thing. They did um, a poetry idol or something, so they did poems. But um, high school musical was just the kids. And so, yeah, Vanessa still swears that you were in her I teen was, class, okay. and I'm still looking. I'm <laughs> still wait, wait, looking I for programs. Know, I, I really didn't am. know we were talking about two different things. I didn't know there was a high school musical and then a high school nerds and. I thought popular. it was going to be the same year, but it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So, so you still I'm, have. I'm not incriminated yet. I. Okay, but when I got that, when that was put into my hands. <laughs> It, it changed my view on everything. So am I just a creep and a liar? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who you are. I don't know who I'm sitting across from here. Um, okay, but, but there was a high school nerds versus popular something like that. Some story. Yeah, yeah. I was in that one. That was the next year. Yes, which Vanessa is your biggest advocate. Yes, thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> Do you know if it was like the fall or the spring class? I think it was the fall slash if fall. Okay, because those are the programs I can't find right now. So I'm still looking. I'm still trying to yeah. find programs. Okay, we to need prove. to find that program. Yeah, I, I, I want to prove that you were there too. I, was like, I gave DJ the one and said, sorry, she's not in this one. He goes, did you find the other one that does say it? I'm like, no, not yet. So, oh, God. It's, I know. it's an where, ongoing. Where did you look to find these? Um, I have um, my theater memorabilia at home, but I moved. Oh, just so everything away? is still. Like in boxes and stuff that I'm 
putting away. So would you have that one? You just haven't found it yet. I or? might. That's if I directed or I was a part <laughs> of, which I'm sure I was there for some reason. <laughs> um, I will have something. Vanessa's got to have something. What did the kids do that year? Do you remember? Um, the year that we did High School Musical or the year that she did? The year that Alex might may have I, been in it. That I don't remember. <laughs> We've done so many things. It's, it's, I know. It's crazy. You know, we come up with different things each semester with them when we had to do the recitals. Okay. That, that makes sense, though, because I don't remember ever doing a performance of a song from High School Musical, but there was something about high school yeah. Right. Different groups. Right. Yeah, that next year. Mm. That was the year. <laughs> Wait, what, do you know what year the, it was on the program? Oh, gosh. Oh, no. it's in my car. Oh, no. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. I gave it to DJ. You I don't can't remember. Bring it in so I can see it. <laughs> do not remember my story. All right. I'm up late. I'm how, living how in the moment. How late were you up? I don't know. Like 12. That's not even that late. Well, that's when it ended. WrestleMania ended at 12. With a great match. I mean, you're you're putting your all into the match from the couch. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was a fantastic match. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I mean, anyone who watches wrestling, they know. Okay. They know what I'm talking about. I don't. I'm a little exhausted. I'm exhausted for them afterwards. I'm tired, too. I woke up at 7. Yeah, that's a mistake. <laughs> Big mistake. That's sleeping in for me. Sorry. <laughs> that's outrageous. I, I had to get a workout in before I came here. Does it look like working out means anything to me? <laughs> This <laughs> from the man um, who wants to be a wrestler. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there are there are big wrestlers. It's entertainment. Yeah, but they still work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would. Okay. If, if WWE's like, here's a contract, then okay, I'll work out. I'll hit the gym. You need to. You what? You need to work out before you get a contract. <laughs> okay, but this is like in a world. I remember. Oh, this is in a, a Jed story. This is I uh, so. Jed was around when I was like really big into wrestling, and I'm like, I want to be a wrestler. I want to be a wrestler. And I was talking to him about it, and he's talking about, like, yeah, you got to work out. You got to, like, get in shape and all that. And I was, I don't know, like 10, 12. And so I'm not even thinking about working out. Like, I still have all my baby fat. And um, still, you, <laughs> is this still your baby? This is still my baby. It's going to come off. Dude, when this comes off, it's crazy. It's it's going to be insane. That'll be that'll be the day. But And then I, I, I went and I ate um, – I, I, or I went and reached for a dinosaur chicken nugget. And he's like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? What are you doing? He's like, you just talked about being a wrestler, and now you're going to keep stuff in your face. <laughs> and that was crazy. Wow. So food over wrestling. Absolutely. But, okay, it, it's different now. It's different. Like, you don't have to look like Hulk Hogan now. You still need to have strength and endurance. Yeah, I have both those. <laughs> okay. I have both those. <laughs> Meet me in the squared circle, and we'll find out. Okay. This Sunday... <laughs> I was gonna After go. I was gonna go Macho Man, but it's it's not the podcast. It's not what this is about. Um, I have an acting class story for for you, Wait, Julie. I have something before that. Okay, go on. Um, word of the day. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you think I? Oh wait. So you paid for this app, and you have not been keeping up. I get the notifications, and I'll look at it if it's a word that that I... you know. Yeah. The point is for words you don't know. No, not a word, like a word that looks interesting to me. Like if it's this long word that I can't pronounce and I'm, uh, I'm not interested. Let me listen to this. Nadir. The lowest point of something. The nadir of my day came when I left the shop and realized my car had a flat tire. Nadir. 
Nadir. Okay. I'll forget it. You never asked me at the end of the other I podcast. Need, I need to. I need Don't to write make, it down. I'm no. not going to remember. I will. The lowest point of something. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> now, now that that's over, I have an acting class story. Was it? I think it was the year that you taught. I don't remember. Um, when everybody dropped out of acting class, and I was put in to play. Yes. A bachelor. Yes. So what? Here's here's a little background. <laughs> I was. I don't know how old I was, like eight, nine, ten, yeah, somewhere in there. Some somewhere between eight and ten, and this I was just like an extra, kind of like doing my own stuff in in, in the recital. We used to have a recital at the end of all all of our acting classes, so we would prepare for something. Um, and the the kid who was there, it, the 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 story was like a bachelor, right? It was a bachelor with the was, Disney princesses. It was called we modernized fairy tales. So the teenage girls, and I think I was the only one teaching for some odd reason, the teenage girls came up with beauties or princesses in the bachelor or beauties in the bachelor, like beauty and the beast. But, and the boy who was in their class couldn't be at the recital because it was right near Easter. And he just like, no, I can't be there. So, like the day of, right? Or like the uh, week before. You might have known like a week or two before. Yeah. A week or two before, so DJ had to step up and be the bachelor. And I think Ryan was around, so we made him your your sidekick, so you weren't out there by yourself. No, Ryan. Was it, why, who did we put with you then? There was no it was just me. We had a sidekick with you, I thought, because like you, he's the one who gave you the rose and everything else. Um, I all right, I vaguely remember that, but then I remember it's, at one point it was me. Oh yeah, you were stuck with all the girls, and then he would just be like almost like the announcer. Yeah. Go, now you've come down. Who's your final choice? And you did that. I've never been so mad at you in my life. <laughs> never been so well, mad. Not only that, the day of the recital. So there was probably four pieces. Um, we put Goldilocks on trial. And the boy who was supposed to play the father, father yeah. bear, yeah. didn't show up the morning of the recital. So uh, DJ... Um, can you just step in and, and read the part? <laughs> but by the performance that night, we had a rehearsal that morning. The performance that night, DJ came in all, all memorized and ready to go. And he was already in his own scene, which I think was like a Hansel and Gretel modification. Oh, God. I, with Matilda's. Like vaguely, vaguely it was remember like that. so random. I have those scripts. Which oh, is, my God. Which is funny because I, yeah, I have all those. I, I save everything. I was very, very, very upset with you <laughs> for a long time you about were, that. I think you were the only boy. I think the other one was Ryan for some odd reason. No, he didn't come till like 2015. Oh, what? Who was it then? I can't believe Ryan didn't come till 2015. I know. I know. But even if he was out there with me, that wouldn't have made it better. There, I guess. Wow. Sorry, Ryan. Like, I didn't. I was like, oh, girls. Like, girls are gross when yep. you're that age. Mm. And like, yeah. and then I'm surrounded by them, and they're all like trying to date me in a scene, and I didn't understand acting, and I was <laughs> I like, was furious. They're not trying to date you in real life. <laughs> I mean, no, like I I figured that out, but like the fact that they're pretending was like enough for me. I was mm. I was furious. And the thing was, he was such an adorable little kid. I can say this because I still think you're a little kid. Um, to me, you always will be. He. Um, <laughs> They thought he was just adorable. So the girls playing in the scene were just like, oh, my gosh, he's just so cute because he's so, you know, little and he's so good. And they thought you were just adorable. So 
to them it was acting and, you know, they were doing their princess line. So they were just all happy to be princesses. Yeah. Furious. (laughs) Absolutely furious. I mean, now I'd be all over it. I'll be a bachelor if you want me to be. All right. Uh, Yeah. Then I didn't. I didn't. Didn't want that. So you want us to reenact that script? Because I still have it. All right. All right. (laughs) Hey, I'm. I'm in for new opportunities, new shows. Idea though. Maybe we can reenact a scene with one of our guests. I thought about it, but I don't think we'd ever get through it. What do you mean? (laughs) It's just one scene. I think it'd be so like ridiculous at some (laughs) point. That's the point. We're just sitting in a closet reading lines. (laughs) I would I would start laughing. Well, yeah. it should be over the top. It should be funny. Like overacted. Yeah. Okay. That that's acting class right now. I mean, you just let the kids go and they just overact everything, which is fine <laughs> then you tone them back. But you just let them go, so it's fun. I remember the days cuz we would always pester you to do skits. Mhm. I remember like that's all I wanted to do was was just create a skit around nothing or something and how how long have you been teaching acting classes? Yeah, let's start from the beginning. Oh gosh, um, well we when we started at the theater, and we started doing classes. I don't remember how long ago that was. So I mean, I taught your sisters. I've taught a lot of the kids have gone through there, um, but then we would take breaks. So like your mom would teach, and I would have time off, or you know, Joy and Molly were around, and they were helping teach. Your uncle Jesse would teach the adults. Um, you know, Justine taught once, Justine, right? Justine would come times. in. Yeah. So, I mean, like we, we traded off teachers, which was great because it gave kids the opportunity to learn from different teachers right. and different perspectives. But the end goal was always, hey, we're going to have a recital at the end. We're going to have a recital. We got to do. So we would do games for part of the class and then focus on the recital. And that kind of gotten boring for the kids because they just would rather do the games. Right. Always, mm-hmm. always. They're like, but well, I just want to play this game. Can we play Dr. Doctor? You know, can we play late office worker? So now. I loved that one. I know. And we still do it. The kids ask for it every. I asked. They asked for it yesterday. Like, can we play? I'm like, um, yeah, it's first day. Let's not, not today. It's first day. <laughs> let's, let's get, uh, let's get acclimated still. We had a bunch of new kids. But, um, yeah, no. So the kids just absolutely love playing the games now. And now it's more if we can get them to do. Uh, and be creative and it's just there's no focus of oh my gosh i have to perform at the end there's no pressure there so they get to create and present in front of their peers each week so it's far more fun that way yeah i mean that helped me i think as a director a lot and even as an actor when you're like all right you're sent off you have 10 minutes come up with a scene surrounding i don't know something a meatball um (laughs) and and you do it and and it was so much fun and like team building um, like working with people and taking their ideas and letting people down because their ideas were not funny. <laughs> um, stuff like that. Like it, it taught me a lot of stuff that I, I didn't realize at the time because I'm just a kid, whatever. Like mm-hmm. I just like yeah. making funny skits and noises. <laughs> and it really like helped me open direct yeah. and, and open up. Yeah, op- yeah. for it, sure. It helped me open up because I was always a shy kid. And and which is funny because I was completely shy as a small child. Mm-hmm. And my parents put me in dance class, and I think that just turned the corner. And they were just my like, mom oh, no. yeah. would threaten me with dance classes. She's like, if you don't <laughs> pick something to do, I'm going to put you in dance classes. And I was like, no, this is like the worst possible thing for me. Oh. And I mean, now I'm older. I'm like, damn, I wish I did dance. Yeah. But like. But at I the didn't... time, being so shy, I was like, no. Uh, yeah. And I did it as a kid, and my sister was there. My brother ended up taking dance, and my neighbor was in it. So, I mean, like, so it wasn't bad. 
but the recital, I like because I always had skin knees. I had big bandages covering because I fell <laughs> off the bike or <laughs> playing in the dirt or whatever. So, but um, all my recital pictures have me with like big band aids and. That's know, hilarious. I was a rough tumble kid. I wanted to go outside and play. I didn't care, and you know. But um, with the acting classes, though, we took a break, didn't we? We took a break for a little bit. Yeah. And then when we came back, we're like, you know what? No recital. Because you guys just said, we don't want to do a recital. And it came to the kids just saying, can we just play? And I think, I think that philosophy has, has built them to be stronger performers. Right. Um, because they're not just like focused on, I have to learn this song. I have to learn these dance moves. And now they can actually just be creative. And we work on projection. We work on diction. We work on letting them just do things. And I know this semester they've asked me to do some scene work and read from a script and do some monologues. I have a couple kids who need it for auditioning for schools, yeah. um, performing arts schools um, that they want to go to. And I mean, there's a little kids, like I teach the eight to 12 year olds. Right. And they need some of these things. And I think as a skill set, it builds their confidence it, and it gets them to just be comfortable with themselves. And definitely, I, I think it's a great, a great way to learn. And, I'm just proud of like what we've accomplished there and what what we're growing for our, our theater kids. Yeah, and I think it's really nice to have have no recital because it was like when you'd study for a test. Like I'm just going to hammer all this information mm-hmm. and then I'm going to forget it the next day because it's like all right, and it's over, whatever relief. But like when when you're not doing it for something, you're just taking it all in. You're going to learn and you're going to you're going to take a lot more of it. Like the kids have, mm-hmm. and we yeah. we talked about this. We touched it last episode. Um, the volume was a big thing which is funny because they were quiet on the mic but um usually loud in a theater setting and that's i know that's something that they took from from acting class which is huge because whenever kids start they're this little mousy right and and you you guys really i know you brought that out of them well and we drill it backstage before so like for butterfly i know backstage every time before we performed they did all their warm-ups we do we do our hops. We do our diction warm up, so that way when they walk out on stage, they're ready to go. Yeah. You know, so you can hear them because everyone had everyone had, was featured at some little moment. Yep. And you wanted to hear them, including their little our little shy guy who <laughs> started off so shy. And his mom's like, "What do I do, little Vinny?" And I'm like, "All the kids have taken classes. I go just have him come watch if he wants to participate." He joined, and now he's like a force to be reckoned with. He he's a little. That's great. You guys really absorbed him, and that was cool to see. Because at auditions, I'm like, oh my god, this kid's like a child. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he has a child. Okay, no, but, but like, he looks like he was fine. Like he could oh, fit in oh, your yeah, pocket. Yeah, like that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. And like, I don't. I'm. I was like, I don't know how he's gonna how he's gonna do. Like, uh, whatever. Yeah. And you guys really just brought him in, and then I saw him yesterday during class, and he's running around getting into it, and. Yeah. It was it, that was really cool because he was so shy at first and like wouldn't leave his his mom's side, and then I remember after the first uh, showing of butterflies for the kids, he he was running down the stairs. I was outside waiting for the pizza. He comes bolting down the stairs. He goes, "That was the best thing ever!" Oh my God. And he's like punching the air. Oh, that's so and cute. It was. It was so so cool. It's adorable. I love when they can just embrace it and and just go with it. And I was never so proud. I I cried when the show closed because I was just so proud of every single one of them. Yeah. They did. They poured their hearts out on that stage and, you know, they went through all the things, even with with James, like, getting injured and just jumping in and doing whatever they needed to do. So, I mean, just for the resilience and everything they had to go through, 
just to get through the the performances. It was just amazing. I'm so proud yeah. of them. Yeah, and 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 I mean, I'm proud of them too. But you and you and Vanessa really have so much stake in these kids, and you've done so much for them. So, I mean, you guys should also be proud because that was that was you too. Thank you, thank yeah. you. And I think we should start at the beginning: how you started at the theater, and then how you came to be a teacher. Oh gosh. Well, I had something to put in oh, sorry, there sorry, that I bad. just thought of. Okay. okay. We are all in the cast of Here We Sit. Congratulations to both of you. Thank Yay. you. Yay. I Thank know. you. So That's the first time we're getting this on air because auditions were what? Monday, Monday. Tuesday after yeah. we did yeah. the last one. And we got our read through and everything. So yeah, congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. I'm excited to work with everyone here. I, I um, After I... <laughs> you gave me the sinister voice part. Yeah. I was like, okay... What am I? How am I going to do this? And I thought of Jigsaw from the Saw movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went home that uh, after the table read, and I like looked up so many videos, and I'm like, I could do it this way, or I could do it th- like m- like lower pitched and scary, or more like higher and clown like. And I'm just like, why? What made you pick me <laughs> for the sinister voice? Well, my my dad always pictured like. Like, you know, like the I, – I think this is what he pictures. Like the, 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 the sci-fi movies where it's like the, the woman's voiceover and it, it's like kind of robotic. Like, hello, welcome to like something like something like that. I can't do it. But like I'll have to find a clip okay. and show because this is what I think he wants. Okay, because I, I need to know what kind of sinister. There's so many yeah. different right. ways you could go. Yeah, like I, I'm thinking, I don't know, like girl robot. Girl, but not. Ro- but robot isn't sinister, so I need. I don't. Know. Well, they're like the AI ones, like you hear. Yeah. Like the old. So I, I know. I kind of know where you're going with that. Yeah. There's there's so many different things you could you could do, and and inflections and tones, and it's just this is for Uber ushers. Yeah. Is that where you? Yeah. And then knowing what happens during <laughs> that scene, you know, it kind of plays into it, which would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We got to play around with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that one's going to be recorded or live. I think that one's going to be recorded. Recorded. So that yeah. way you can totally play and then get yeah. it nailed exactly the way you want it, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Listen to them back. Pick what you like. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll have to help me pick one. Okay. We're, and your dad, obviously. Will do. I'll be there. That's, that's cool. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I just wanted to put that in there. Um, congratulations. And everyone come see Here We Sit. We'll have a poster soon. Yeah. And we'll uh, plaster that all over like social April media. April 27th. Through May 7th. Yep. I actually know those dates. <laughs> Let's go because it's a mo- we have a month to put the show together. So everyone who's going to come see this, we we, <laughs> we only have a month. We, we have a month, yeah. a month to put this entire from play auditions. together from yeah. auditions. From auditions, not, of auditions. Yeah, not even from and, practice. And what I love is that he, you, you guys have cast such a, a, a huge. Mm-hmm. Like originally, it was just supposed to be twelve actors, but you expanded to allow a lot more actors to come in, which then doesn't put the forces or the focus or the pressure on like one person, yeah, and like all these things. And I think the group that we have is just amazing. The talent, I it agree. I mean, all the new people who auditioned, yeah. they were so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sound like a jerk now because in the Carla episode, she's like, "Yeah, like we need a, a large cast," and I was like, "No," because my dad and I were dead set we're gonna have twelve people. Maybe even less than twelve. Like we were dead set. We were not going to budge. And yeah. So what made you change your mind? Everyone just had a good a good vibe. Like everyone we put in had a, had a good vibe and and did well together. Like there was no one that you picked out that's in the cast now 
that you picked out and were like, oh, wow, like that was weak or like they don't play well with this person. Like everyone, when they got up and did the reaction scenes and everything, like everyone was 100% in. So it'd be like, it's, it'd be stupid not to put all these people in. It would be like, like there's no good reason for it. Right. And so you know, we did. But uh, so it changed. Like I, I just want to point that out because I look like a mega jerk now. <laughs> uh, but but we were we were truly dead set on not having a large cast wow. and it, it evolved. So that's also a thing. Like if you say that we don't give people chances, there it is right there. I mean, we, <laughs> we wanted a small, tight cast and and all these great people came out. So we expanded and gave so we could give more people chances. And I had that conversation with um, Jen, who's new yeah. down at auditions. She was like, well, I got your name from my friend Jill, who's done shows. And I'm like, great. She goes, I don't know. I've tried for other places. No one's really welcoming to new people. I'm like, well, we are. I said, let me tell you, Frankenstein was um, pretty much mm-hmm. a brand new cast. I mean, there's yeah. a bunch of new people who have never been on stage with us or can only do one show a year or haven't been around for a while. So it's it's a nice I, – I love what we're doing. I love that we're bringing in all these new talents and then we're welcoming all, all these new people. And yeah. I think it's great. Or people coming back who haven't been around for a while. It, it's. I think it's a wonderful thing. It just. It makes my heart happy to see like all these new people or to see old friends return. Yeah. You know, we haven't worked with in forever, and it's just great. I agree. Yeah. The, the it made me think how much of the new social media is reaching a wider audience. Oh yeah, it is. Like it has to. Yeah. For well, that many people to turn up at auditions and get to know the company yeah i think we just saw it yesterday with the turnout we had for acting class like yeah we weren't even gonna run this isn't this is not a normal session we're supposed to be running this is a last minute decision. this was last minute we decided a couple weeks ago like when the kids almost were in tears when i told them there was no class again until september and oh. like i had Vinny and a little amelia like what what no and like almost crying in class and Vinny's mom looked at me she goes really you guys can't do anything and i'm like well let me talk to some people. And I talked to Vanessa and then we approached Don and said, you know, we're willing to do another session if you if you want us to. And give here's the date ranges, you know, pick what's going to work around the company schedule. And Don's like, yeah, if you guys are game to do it, do it. And um, so we got the word out. Tracy's been great with social media. And and the turnout, I was getting re- – a girl who I did shows with when she was little and her, and her sister – they sent their daughter. She sent her daughter, and she messaged me. And her daughter brought some friends, and you know, I heard about this, and I had kids who they were looking for something. And then the teen class, you know, there was a ton of new people for that class yeah. too. So it's nice. I go half my half my class right now is new kids. Wow. And then my other returning, which are great because they're just adorable. But um, but it's great. I I love that to see, you know, all these new faces and stuff. So I it think is, a it's lot great. of it is social media. Yeah, and we're getting that word out, and Tracy's making commercials. Yeah, um, she's doing everything. I, I love it. I love she's great. She's doing. Yeah, she's great. She really is just destroying social media. She's <laughs> incredible. Um, I had something to say. Now I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. I it happened with here we sit too. Like I, I thought of it, and I'm like, oh wait, I got to say this. I got to say this, and I and left my mind. Fun. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Maybe it'll come back. It'll come back and I'll interrupt someone. I'm sorry. Okay. It's all right. So should we start <laughs> at the beginning of when you joined the theater? Got, yeah. Um, okay. So 
when I was little, my neighbor was in a play called Little Abner Musical at Payne Junior High. And so we went to go see it, and I watched all these people running around and running up and down the aisles and that right there. I was like, I want to do that. My dad said, I went home, I drew all drama masks, and I did all this stuff. And then they had auditions for Oliver in 1985, but it was at the Rev. And that's all my parents saw. They didn't know where rehearsals were, so they just said, nope, can't do it. It's at the Rev. You can't ride your bike there. Because summertime was, they were working. So it's like, if you can get there by bike, then go. And then, so I couldn't do it. So I was devastated. The year after, they were doing Oklahoma in the NT Theater Workshop. And it was a summer-long thing. You were there from like 9 to 3. And my sister's favorite musical was Oklahoma. So she wanted to audition. And since she wanted to audition, then, of course, now I could go. Because then (laughs) I could ride with her, too. Mm -hmm. We could ride bikes there together. So we both auditioned. We both got cast in the chorus. And um, that was it. I absolutely fell in love with it. I wanted just to be there. Um, I had a blast. That's my first show. I worked with your dad, your mom, Joanne, Carl. Was on, was on stage with Carl, your Uncle Jesse, Bob Tomasini, like a bunch of people, like the old school people. Yeah. And um, I even met Justine. She was like eight months old. I think they oh brought her. She, her. They'd made her Oklahoma T-shirt into like a little baby onesie. It was adorable. Um, and then I couldn't do – I wasn't allowed – my parents are very strict about things. I wasn't allowed to do like shows during the year, supposedly. Um, we did the – I went to see the fall show, which was The Door, which they did it performed at Carnegie. And then at Christmas time, they were doing Christmas Carol, and they were looking for carolers. I'm like, uh-huh. I want to be a caroler. So I got to be a caroler. And it was a cast of seven. So it was just the carolers kind of were like a Greek chorus. That's cool. To transition things. And then you watch all these – your dad played Scrooge, and everyone else played like all these other characters in Christmas Carol, which was insane. And – um that was it, and then I got to see a couple more shows, and then Oklahoma, um, Sound of Music was 87, and that was it. I was there every show afterwards. I refused That's to awesome. sit out. I stage managed. I learned how to stage manage, and then to force forward to this day. So I started when I was – okay, I'll give dates. I started when I was 13 <laughs> and um, have been going ever since. So it's oh, it's 13. amazing. So I grew up there, so watching my all these kids grow up here, it just makes me happy because they're – they're doing what I did, and it's a playground. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I've known you since birth. Like yeah. you've just always been a always part of my life. Me. Yeah, yeah. Best and best and worst of me. You've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, all your family, but no. Um, yeah, all seriously, all my yeah. I, I actually babysat him at one point. We won't go there. Um, and his sister. <laughs> yeah, I was probably a little menace, but no, no. Yeah, we, we watched we watched <laughs> no. movies. We watched movies, played Play-Doh, and um, I used to love. I see. I have like. Bits and pieces, memories of that, and I remember yeah. my Lego cranking machine, and and you being there at the at, at my old house, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to come over all the time. We used to do game night with your parents because after they started having kids, they were like, no one. They used to go out all the time, and now when they had kids, you can't really go out because mm-hmm. you can't have kids. You got to go home, right? So we would come over. We do game night. Um, I would come over and play color with the kids. We have pictures. I think there's coloring books that Stephen and I used to babysit. Your parents could go out. Um, so we would like tag team babysit like your sisters and yeah. So, I mean, I, I grew up with their, with, with them, their, their family. I mean, my yeah. theater family. So, yeah, no, seriously. I, I remember the time I, I mean, there's so many I could, I could pull out, but like when, when it was Tom Sawyer 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, you were so you've always been very supportive of me, so I, I really appreciate that. I'll say that on air. Um, <laughs> and I got the part, and you were just extremely supportive and, and happy for me, which is a great feeling because before that, I was in All Through the Night and I played John. And there were people within the company who were like, "Oh, well, he can't play Tom Sawyer. Like he's he can't transition. Like, oh, he got the part because Don he's Don's son. Like, all right, obviously." And you always stood up for me so that was like always great and then closing sunday i found out that my uncle i won't drop names who i was very close with was not coming to see the show yeah and um i i remember just telling you and crying and and you hugging me and just like reassuring me that like i don't know it would be fine and everything so like i i always appreciate your support and you being there oh anytime i love you guys and I think Tom Sawyer, I was funny because I think you wanted to be Huck Finn and then Ben came around and you're just like, yep, yeah, I can't be Huck Finn. <laughs> the same thing with like Birds of Stay. It was always that way. And this is yeah. what Ben didn't get then. And I got it then. So yeah, I got Tom Sawyer, but you got the rich part. You got the meaty part that you get to dig in and act. Same with Birds that Stay. So it's mm-hmm. like he's getting the better parts. I'm getting the normal parts. And yeah, so a lot of people were like, well, you're getting, of course, you're getting the main parts. Like, uh, I would yeah. kill for Ben's parts. I would kill to be like Ben. But yeah, that was, yeah, a yeah. tirade. Because I got to be your mom, your aunt. Yeah. Yeah, I played all these. Oh, yeah. These roles for you. Yeah. So you, you've been my kid. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that takes us to a tough question that oh, we no. ask everyone. Yeah. What is your favorite show that you've been a part of? And then after that, what is the favorite show that you've seen? Oh, gosh. Th- that's the hard thing because I, again, I've been involved since 1986. And I know you're probably thinking the new building. Because um, I've got to perform like great lead roles and things. But as you get older, I love the meaty character parts where you're just like on stage for like five minutes and you're off. Um, and have fun. There's so much fun. There's so much more fun. Um, you know, we did Carrie Savage and God bless. That was a great show. <laughs> See, I, totally, I like that one. I totally would have loved to have been just one of the people in the home and not the person who had to carry 20 million lines on stage. Yeah. Um, but I did get to perform with VJ, so I'll say that was fun. That was but, another one that uh, brought in new people. Yes. Yeah. A ton of new people. Yeah. And people are back to show that we're in it. So mm-hmm. it's great um, for Here We Sit. Um, but... It's so hard to say. I mean, I have too many. Um, I mean, I, I still love Treasure Island because so I got to play pirates and go on the big, biggest adventure we ever. Like as a kid, you saw Goonies and you always wanted right. to be. You always wanted to go on that. I wanted yeah. to go on that treasure hunt. I'm like, I want to go on a treasure hunt. I, <laughs> yeah. named, I named my one car Chester Copperpot. <laughs> um, it didn't make it. So I probably should have realized I shouldn't have named it that after all. Um, but uh that was it. It was like I got to go on this big adventure and I got to be not only one but two pirates. I got to fire a cannon. I got to sword fight. I got to shoot a gun, um, make someone walk the plank. I mean, I did everything in that show. It was great. And then I also played Blind Pew in the beginning, which made, yeah, yeah. which you know delivered the black dot and you walked off stage. In fact, I was one of two actors in the whole show that got killed twice on stage into, as different pirates. <laughs> so... Um, I think your Uncle Jesse was the other one. Uh, but that was it. I mean, that was fun. But I, I can't say I have – I love a lot of different parts for different reasons. Right. And, like, you know, working with you guys in, in Birds That Stay, um, 
I loved doing that. I loved working. In, I did love working in Carrie Savage because I got to work with, like, Vanessa one-on-one. I got to work with Alex and like, just yeah, seeing everybody. I, really I got to work with too. VJ, which, you know, I grew up with him, so that's fun. And you know, love VJ. That was his, that was his first show <laughs> ever. VJ so, love us. It <laughs> is. He's going to be on soon. We will we'll give you all that. VJ will be on soon. Yeah, but see, I've known VJ since I was four. So, I mean, like, for wow, that. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was my neighbor. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the reason he's there. No, I will say that I kept saying I wanted to be on his interview because uh, he's he's not there without me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, because he he wanted to audition, and he was we were out to dinner one night and said, "Oh, one of these days I'm going to be on stage with you." And I'm like, "Uh, uh we, we need a doctor in the show." And I texted DJ, I "Go, did we cast the doctor yet?" And he's like, "No." I go, "I have a friend who wants to audition." He goes, "Bring him tomorrow morning to read from the script to see if he would be suited for the part." We went home that night. We practiced, and he used to be a teacher, so he read like a teacher. It was a sentence, 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 and I'm like, "Oh no, what I do?" And um, no. we stopped. Oh, no. We stopped, and we we went through it once. And I go, "Okay, let's let's just try this again. Maybe now that you know what the words are, you'll be fine." And he started again, sentence, sentence, sentence. And I go, "Wait, stop!" I go, "We're having a conversation here." He closed the script. And he goes, "Okay." I go, "No, no, no! Open the back up." <laughs> I go, "This right here is us having a conversation." And he's like, oh, okay. And it clicked. And after that, I, uh, he's unbelievable what he has put he's on He's unbelievable. Stage. I can't believe that he's never yeah, done I this. Like, what made him finally audition? I mean, I guess he, that's something we could ask him. But. Yeah, I, I'll let him tell his stories, but he's always wanted to do it. But I'll let him Jerk. go into his whole thing. But. <laughs> uh, how, how does that happen? It's just, no, oh, yeah, I've never he, touched anything. He, he just, I know, he just, it just is there in him. And he does, he puts a lot of work into it. I will say that. Yeah. He loves reading the scripts beforehand, so he knows, like, what parts he's available for, like, age range-wise. And then he'll dig into it, and he'll come in prepared. So, but he just seems like a natural, like he, yeah, even in auditions, so like yeah. in, even in here we sit, I'm like, you don't even have to review this before and you just get it. He's a jerk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a jerk. I mean, he reads well, but, um, yeah, no, he's, he is, he's very like, and he's, and he's like a little chameleon because he can play that. different parts, which is insane. And well, it's so. nice of you to look over the script with him. I've told Callum and. Natalie to both audition and that's all I do like I stop at that I'm like oh yeah just audition and like I won't give them anything beforehand I won't like try to help in any way so like they could absolutely bomb and that's always the scariest thing when you're waiting and I remember waiting to hear VJ talk because I'm like oh, he's coming in he's doing a one-on-one like it's gonna be so awkward to be like no like you're not no like yeah. for a Curious Seven? Yeah, like yeah, when VJ we was one on one for we, that. We oh. went down to your dad's office and and he had me read scenes with him. Yeah, and, and I wasn't there, but I remember waiting outside. Like, what what's going to happen? Yeah, and it was the same with Callum and Natalie when they both read their first time. I was like, oh, okay, great. Like they get it. Like they, but you one of these times it's going to be someone get up there and read like you said, like a teacher, and it's oh, it's yeah. so sad. It's heartbreaking. It is, and and the thing is knowing. I didn't know how to correct his. I'm like, okay, how do I explain to him to say, how do you, okay, we're having a conversation. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm so now my teacher mode kicks in. It's like, okay, how can I teach you how to be an actor in less than like eight hours? Cause you have an audition tomorrow morning and at like 9am. <laughs> and um, so it's, it's really, you know, you have to kind of think of like, okay, what skill set do you know that would help 
Um, right. And and you try and do that with the kids, and you try and do it with him, and and I'm like, okay. And Callum and Natalie are naturals. They are. Oh my god, they they're are. they're so adorable, and like just to sit there, and they're just very intelligent, but they're not like arrogant or anything. They just come in, and and you know, Callum's first show was what all through the night. Yeah. Yeah, and he read, read Jeremy's speech, and I'm like, oh my gosh, right? How how cool is that? And um, Natalie was so nervous about doing her little part in Frankenstein, and then watching her audition for Here We Sit, and it was great. Another one. It's like, oh yeah. my gosh, like a little natural. It's so cool, yeah. When that when people just naturally have something like that's that's yeah. awesome. But then too, to not be overacting. So like people who've gone to school for theater and they're yeah. like, oh, I have to do it so dramatically and I have to do this. And it's like, actually, why don't we tone it down and just be natural? Because our theater is so close to the, the – you're so close to the seats. Right. And nothing really is – unless a character is supposed to be flamboyant or whatever. Overacting. You, you need to be You need to be natural on stage. And to sit there and tell people that is, is a little – a little tricky. That's and, my favorite is when you see somebody cheesing to the next level. Like, okay, it's not going to help you. It's <laughs> yeah. Close that mouth a little bit. Let's be a human and <laughs> read the lines. Yeah. And and we do get that once in a while. And I think some of it more so it's not to down the musical theater people. But that is more sometimes where you have to be more. Right. And musical theater is always very big and out yeah. there and, and I think that's where some of these people if they're musical theater people then it's like okay now let's tone it down because stage right like the the off season stuff which is not the musical which we only do one year yes you know that that's where you go to be more let's be human, human yeah beings. right right, yeah. right. Human, normal humans <laughs> <laughs> well you know um, I mean there's fun parts but again if, I think the more natural you play it the funnier it could be I mean oh, yeah. I think yeah. the only Ones who could get away with it. Um, I know it's because other characters are larger than life. Are your mom and Joanne is Lonnie and Bernice? Oh yeah. And then your dad and Uncle Jesse is um, Hal and Sal. Yeah. You know those two. That those characters are just, but they're written for them. Yeah. Like no one else could step in and say, "Oh, I want to be." It's like, oh no, you can't. Right. You can't though. No you one, can't. No one you can can't. step into those shoes ever. Those those are those are really big shoes to fill, and I think the audience would boycott if ever. Oh yeah. I mean, once anyone. once they're done, they're just retired. They're going on the shelf. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nobody's oh. gonna. We, we're not gonna. There's no way. Nobody could play those parts. No, and I it'd think be like a a dis disservice to to the writing, and it's just yeah, they were written for them. Like that's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It would be. I don't know. We have to have them on and, and talk to them about that and in, in character their... or, or mm-hmm. by themselves. In character, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You will never by themselves, please. Oh, please. Okay, good. Because I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, that would be too chaotic. <laughs> funny. It would be a great show. I'm not it would be. Lie. It would be funny and entertaining, but I I couldn't do it. And then like one of us would end up getting beaten up on air and. <laughs> I said we just pass. It would probably be me. Unless you can bring Ryan or Paul in as stunt people. That's all I can say. (laughs) Just have one of them sitting in the corner when they when they have to go beat someone up. (laughs) So um, you said your favorite that you've been in. Kind of. No, I I can't. I kind of. Okay, I can't pick one. It's there's too many. Do you have a favorite that you've seen but haven't been in, or is that the same? I can't pick. I've always been involved in some way, shape, or form. Um, I can't even say the last all through the night because I didn't get to see it. Right. Um, I was backstage with the kids. And I thought after the first week of of um, 
the show, I would be able to be out front, at least sneak the first act and see what it like, what it could watch it and see what it what it was like. But we had some casting changes midweek and um, emergency casting changes because we had an actress go out um, ill. And I had to be backstage prepping the kids. So during act one, they would be running the scenes. And then so I never got to see it. And I, I was I kicked myself because I wanted to see VJ play mm-hmm. Irving. I wanted to see Vanessa yeah. step up as, as Violet. And I, I just it was just like I, I was sad that I didn't get to catch that one. Right. Um, well, I'm very appreciative that you did that because I directed that. And from the jump, I, I didn't want to deal with kids <laughs> and I didn't know these kids at all. So I was just like, I really didn't want to deal with them. And you came in and had, they knew all of each other's lines. Yeah. They could do the entire second act from start to finish, every line, and not drop a line. Wow. Like yeah. that's, she had them insanely prepared. And every night they, they delivered. So thank you for that. I couldn't have done it. I don't oh, have, I, I didn't have the patience. Now I can work with them more because I know them and yeah. whatever. But oh, back then, no. Yeah, I, I would not we, have the patience. We we made them run each other's lines, the scenes with them, because they had the one-on-ones. They did the yeah. group scene together, then they had their one-on-ones, and I'm like, oh, you work with this one, and then I would trade it up so it wouldn't get stale. Yeah. And um, so it was great, because by the time we ended up hitting for the second weekend, uh, that Wednesday morning, because the show went back up Thursday, yeah, Wednesday yeah. morning, we got a text from one of the moms saying, you know, Autumn's ill, she can't, she can't play Mabel. And she can't do the weekend show. And we're like, okay. So I'm texting DJ. I'm like, did you hear from Autumn's mom? And what what are your thoughts? What do you want to do? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, so I'm throwing names at him. I'm like, this person played the part. He goes, I want little kids. Because um, there was a girl who auditioned who played one of the played Helen last time because he was talking about moving Juliet up into, into Mabel because you needed a little one for that. And he's like, I'm like, okay, so-and-so played Helen. And then Tracy's messaging me because she's friends with Autumn's mom and Ari was in the show and she's like, Ari has a little sister named Bella who is... <laughs> who we can friend- bribe with cake. Who we can bribe <laughs> yeah. with cake. Who's, who's friends with Autumn and she looks just like her. So if you want to like just swap them out, they're all around the same size if you want to do that. And I'm like, DJ, they have a kid. I don't know. What are your thoughts? And he's like, I don't know. And then we're like, Juliet couldn't get there Wednesday night. We we're going to prep her Thursday. And her mom's like, I can't get her there. And then she got her dad to bring her out which was great she was determined to get out she there was determined it was because cool she wanted to she really wanted to you know, make sure she had that rehearsal before she had to step in on on thursday night and um tracy brought bella and the cake was bigger than this child's head <laughs> from i was totally jealous i'm like oh um God. her mom sent me a picture because this this is her with her cake i'm like oh my gosh i want cake wait how do how do i get cake but um so I worked one-on-one with Bella, and you worked one-on-one with Juliet, you know, running scenes. And then we came out and checked on you guys. I had her try her costume on. I gave her her little – I gave her – it was a cheat thing. I said, I'm going to teach you the warm-ups we do. So you're going to be like the pro when the when the other kids come back tomorrow. And she did. She knew them all by the time they came in, like all the tongue twisters and stuff. And yeah. like the one hard – the hard one is girl gargoyle, guy gargoyle. <laughs> I can't stand that one. <laughs> I love it because none of the kids – the little ones always have a hard time and it's adorable. So I'm like, you're going to nail it tomorrow. And she did. And they're like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, she's good. Yeah. And um, so it's like our little, it was like our little secret. Sorry, Bella. Um, but <laughs> Exposed. You were exposing everyone exposed, last week. Sorry. Now you're exposed. Yeah. yeah, see, there we go. Yeah, she did. She was throwing everybody out of the bus last week. Except me. Thanks, Bella. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, 
And then they ran each other's lines backstage. And there was a couple times that Juliet and Bella were like, I can't remember that. Like, they said the the wording's weird. I'm like, well, it's the Bible. Um, when they had to do the <laughs> nativity the play, it's Bible. Um, the nativity play, like I can't remember that. So whoever their acting partner was in the scene, I said, you got to grab that line. And it was Abby and James, and they had to grab lines in certain scenes just because. I'm like, if she forgets, you got to jump in and grab it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they stepped up as Abby always does, and James does, and. You know, they helped each other out, and it was. I think it went off without a hitch, like the second weekend, and it did. And I appreciate that because you didn't have to do any of that. You didn't have to, because I got the text, and that morning I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I was just gonna wing it the next day. Figures I'd be like, <laughs> we'll just pretend that this kid didn't exist and move this kid over, and we'll have uh, however many, how many one, kids? Are there? It would have been one wise man. Yeah, yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow. I, I was like, I don't even care at this point. I'm, yeah. I'm so done because I'm worried about all the adults and the audience and and every, and then like this happens. And so thank you for for dealing with that and then setting up that night, working because yeah, then I I was out front working with Juliet, and you were back working with Bella and and I never would have came to that if it were just me. I would have yeah. just been. Panic the one, next night. One, one child. And, yeah. And um, Ari was great because she ran all the lines with Bella. She goes, she got them all but this one part. And I'm like, it's okay. You know, we'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. And, you know, so everyone pitched in. I love when yeah. they all work together as like yeah. a little team and they help each other out. I think it's great. It's like that little team building. And I just remember running through rehearsals for all through the night and I'm explaining things like how the segues are in the second act between – you know, this kid ends on this phrase and this kid starts with the same word. They're like, Dylan was like, oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. He's brilliant. <laughs> He's brilliant. Like Don is a writer. So it was, it was just <laughs> fun to, like, teach them, like, all the little secrets yeah, that, yeah. you know, we've learned over the years. And, I mean, it's just like, oh, you guys, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. And they're like, oh, my gosh. I go, so here's your cue. And listen, what they say, it, we know it's you because you're saying this. And so, I mean, it's just it's fun to. Teach them like all the little tricks and of the theater, yeah, stuff and scripts and stuff. But yeah, but no. So that's um, let me see. So my favorite show to watch, I get to watch. Not that I don't know if it's my favorite. It scares the bejesus out of me. <laughs> I get to watch um, Night Living Dead every year, kind of as much as I can because I always offer to run sound because um, I know I was in it the first time they ever did it. Yeah. And then after that, I would sit in the audience with DJ and Rosie, and then we'd watch first act downstairs and then sneak upstairs for the second act because they didn't want the zombies coming near them in the second yeah. act because they were scarier <laughs> then. Um, and that's when they actually used to – can I say it? They used to turn and actually go into the audience. Yeah. And, I mean, they would, like, leave the stage and go and attack the audience. Mm. Like, up the aisles, Paul would have them attack the audience. So Rosie and – DJ knew Jed was in it, and he always said, I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> and they would be upstairs, and they're like, he, he's going to come upstairs. He's going to come up in the balcony and get us. I'm like, he's not coming upstairs. Oh I won't God. let him. I'll block the door. And so, I mean, we watched, always watched the second act upstairs of, of Night of Living Dead. One time you coaxed us to watch it downstairs, and we were in the peanut gallery. And then at the end, you stood in front of the entrance, and we're like, I'm not letting anybody come in. And Rose and I were there, like, holding hands and shaking. It's like, we know all these people. <laughs> yeah. We know every single person in makeup right now. This yeah. is so stupid. And then I was end, horrified, though. Then at the end, we get pictures that they drew the one zombie they absolutely love. Brian? Was it Brian? Brian, yeah. Yeah. 
They used to love him because he was like the coolest. He was, what, six something? He's huge. He's huge. He's larger than life and he makes an awesome scary. He doesn't lose character. Scary, scary zombie. And so they drew him pictures and there was, you know, he still has, says he still has those, which is. Yeah, he was in it last time and he, yeah. he told me at auditions he still has it, the pictures of that we drew him. That's so wow. cute. I know. It's so sweet. And then like, you've got <laughs> pictures of DJ coming out of the stage like Sean used to do. Yes. and. Um, but so I get to watch that every year. Um, and that's why I always volunteer to run sound. Plus it's a very sound heavy show. Yeah, it is. So I'm like, I'll run sound if that's okay. You know, that way I don't have to be with the scary zombies on stage. Yeah. Um, (laughs) my favorite show to watch. I don't get to watch a lot because either I'm backstage or a lot of times I'm backstage or in them. I... I haven't really got to watch a lot. I did like really? wow. Night of Dark and Ten. I got to watch that. I got to watch rehearsals. Yeah. Um, and then somehow I'm house manager now, so I, I kind of have to run that stuff and take care of stuff downstairs. But, right. you know, I like that one. I just love that show anyway. It's a great show. Um, I don't know. I really I, – I don't know if I have like a favorite favorite because I, I don't get to watch a lot of them. Right. You know, I would love to be able to see – some of them, but you know, you know, it's a great scene, except I'm supposed to be on stage right now. Right. <laughs> you know, right. and again, I like my little bit parts where you walk on, walk off. It's great, but um, I, I don't know. I, I don't really get to watch a majority of them. Right. So, All right. yeah, well, I know. I'm sorry. I'm watching more. I, of <laughs> <laughs> I normally I'm stuck. I mean, even like Frank, uh, no, Frankenstein. What was I doing for Frank? I ran lights. I ran lights. That was cool. That was a really cool one to watch and like help create the uh, atmosphere for. I did like that one. Yeah. Um and even then it was like half the rehearsals I was making costumes and the other half I was helping Bella do lights. Um Yeah, yeah Frankenstein I thought was cool because I liked the whole visual of it and I loved the the actors and that. I thought they did an amazing job. Um Dan and Ben especially. Yeah. Like, what you got them to do was just phenomenal. Like, when you cast a show, you texted me. Because I was like, okay, what's going on? I'm waiting for this cast list to appear to see what I have to work with. Yep. And he ca- he texted me. He goes, there's going to be a lot of surprises. I'm like, cool. I'm, I can't wait to see the cast list. Let's go. Put it up there. He goes, I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, yeah. And um, when I saw the cast list, I texted him back. I'm like, this is awesome. I love the idea. And I didn't even... He didn't even discuss it with me. I just said, oh, my God, that's going to be so cool with the two of them. Yeah. And, you know, so I thought that was kind of cool. Well, the stress of putting a cast list up is insane. Yeah. It's insane. I'm typing on the computer. And the past couple, Carla's been there because she created the whole website. And so she was there for Here We Sit. And I'm typing the names out. She's like, ah. Like what? What? And she's like, My, I think it'd look better if you put the names over there. So, like, we're, <laughs> we're figuring out the names and I'm putting lines in and stuff. And... I the whole time like I wasn't thinking like everyone is at home like waiting to see if they made the cast or not and I'm saying oh this line kind of looks better here maybe here and she's like no move this over a little bit and oh, my. It, there's only two columns I know, I know but the line in the middle wasn't there and then she's like oh that that title's way too small way too small and so like changing everything but but she's always there to help and I read it over like a hundred times and I, and she'll read it over and then my dad will read it over. Do we have someone who didn't make it? That's it. That, that's horrifying to me. Like, and then when you put names with it, like Frank and, or the creature, Ben, like I'm like, yeah. okay, you got to make sure you line that up. Right. That's him. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't have another Ben Torres audition <laughs> that I have to like 
it, I it's a lot of anxiety. It's so funny because the night, Wednesday night, I think when you put it up, or Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. night, I uh, I had soccer and then so I was home very late and right before I went to bed, I was like, oh, I'll just check in instead of like in the morning, and it wasn't up yet, and this was like, it was it, up in the morning. No, uh, at, oh. night. at night. At oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was probably close to 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it wasn't up yet. And I was like, <laughs> this is usually up by now. <laughs> and then I, I was just like, whatever, I'll just wait till the morning. And then someone texted me and they're like, I hear you're in here. We say it. And I was like, what? I, I just checked like five minutes ago and it wasn't That's up. That's a quick text. Oh, wow. Because I um, was checking and I was talking. I think I was on the phone with VJ or something. And I'm like, I looked around 10. I go to work really early in the morning, and I went to sleep. I fell asleep. And I had a dream about it. And I won't go into the dream because there's people, and I don't want to say names. Um, but I had a dream about it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then you know, then I was worried, like, this person didn't get in. And they, 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 so I'm like, well, I'll just look. And I looked again. And I was like, oh, so it was like midnight. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I went back to sleep. And I just looked at the cast. I go, oh, wow, they cast a lot of people. And I went back to sleep, and then in the morning I double-checked it when I – I was like, wait, that wasn't a dream now? <laughs> right. Was that part of the dream or not the dream? And I don't remember, but I, I – there's times I can't – I just can't stay up. I'm just yeah. – I'm sorry. I go to work at like 4 <laughs> or 5 in the morning. So to me to stay up like late, late to check a cast list sometimes, I'm like, I yeah, I just need to sleep. Sorry. Well, we stayed at the theater for a long time after just talking. Yeah. And my dad and I can talk for – four hours like just, your dad can talk yeah, yeah. yes he can yeah. and I, I feel like i i don't know i start talking too and then it's a long thing and so then we went back to his house and figured each of the 75 rolls out so like okay everyone has a, a spot this whatever and then put the list up and didn't put who people were playing because that would have taken a hundred more hours yeah no that was insane i like that you got to find out at, at read through but yeah, no, to sit there and say that. And then people wouldn't know who people are anyway. Right. I'm yeah, that's what he was what? saying. Like... I'm, I'm woman with candy wrapper. What? what right. Mean? Yeah. You know, but I figured it was going to take you a while anyway. You said, well, there's 75 rolls. And I'm like, uh, okay. I'll 75 tomorrow. rolls and imagine with 12 people. I. That's what it was of, like yeah. the first two times. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. They, they I did know. it. I was in it the last time we did it. I wasn't in the first time because I think I was out of town for a couple of the shows. Um, but I remember watching it. They had, they asked me to come in and watch a dress rehearsal and I had never seen it. And I laughed so hard. And the Oh, Fortuna one. Yeah. I just was laughing through the whole scene and your dad goes, okay, you get it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I get it. It's just funny. And yeah. like all the, the different ones and um you know there's heart there's it's great because it's such a, a mixed bag of different ones there's yeah like ones that are not just it's not just like a, oh it's comedy you're just gonna laugh the whole time there's some great moments for you know like the i don't want to say i don't know if i want to give names out you know what i mean because i don't want to ruin it right. but there's there's some there's some great moments as well yeah. um so and then i got to be in the second time and i got to play um the role of debbie the actress yep. and yep. i was like okay that's cool and vanessa had played it the first time and i'm like okay and that's a big huge mm-hmm. monologue yeah and god bless um dj is her yeah name? Yep. it's great she did great auditions for that i was yeah. like oh my gosh that'll I be know. so cool that audition was good yeah 
So I'm just like, I love the parts I got. I was like asking DJ, I, go, like, I stopped too. by the theater, I go, um, so excited talking about some other things going on. And I'm like, I go, so read through tonight. He goes, yeah. And I go, um, and I <laughs> started, I, I like playing guessing games with DJ. I go, please, please tell me so-and-so got this role. And I just started naming people. And he's like, yep, yep, yep. I go, did I get frump? And he goes, Wait, and I said from the lines, he goes, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. That's the one I wanted. <laughs> I'm like, and she's just funny. You know, she has like a yeah. funny little speech. And I, that's, and I'm like, I like those little, again, I'm loving the bit parts. I like walk on, say some things, and I'm good. Yeah. So I'm good with that. I, I think it's a, I think it's a great cast for that one. Me I'm too. I'm about it. I'm also very excited. I also love my parts. Alex and I have a little, old thing together. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we've only had one other thing together in Christmas Carol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. I know. Wildness. Yeah. There's so many great things like that we get to do, so yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I definitely felt rusty in that audition, though. I mean, it was... It, you read, like... I, I read for Tweed, and she has one-liners, and I'm like, how am I going to make this funny? Like, some of them are funny, but then I'm like, I really hope I don't get the audience just silence <laughs> from some of it's yeah there's there's so much with that one i remember the girl who did it the first time mm-hmm. and when you read it i was like oh my gosh she's gonna be so funny oh god and i was hoping good. you got that part so. yeah you were very funny i you thought very, very okay because when i was doing it i was like i i don't know if this is funny coming off as funny at all <laughs> No, I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. obviously, you got the part, so. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so hard when you sit there and say, okay, I'm playing Tweed. Or, like, what? What does that even mean? <laughs> you right. know, and, like, Frump, and what is that? And it's, like, um, Uber Usher is just going to be, I love that one. It's going to um, be one of my favorites. I it, I used to reenact a scene from it with my cousin, Kevin. Oh, really? Kevin Franzak and I at parties. And I don't even know if he saw the. I think he saw the show. And I, I had a Spider-Man, like, life-size Spider-Man doll. And the scene when, like, he's thrown back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would reenact that a lot. And I'm like, no, it wasn't quite right. Like, I, I'm going to do this. I have to, like, duck down sooner and stuff like that. You'll understand once you see the show. But I oh, I would reenact because my dad did it. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, I said that before. I think my dad is just the funniest. Oh, he's hysterical. He's, oh, my he's gosh. A, he's his so director's funny. meltdown. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And I'm playing a part that I love of his the like, the 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 um guy who's I can't think of the name of this picking kid. the picking the seat yeah pick yeah yes, oh yeah yes. <laughs> the art of picking your seat or something called. yes yeah. that yeah I am I'm so excited to play that but like there's so much that comes with it because he it's a lot. nailed it yeah. every night you have at, a lot time. of movement yeah but it's I remember and your dad I think has played it both times he played it both times and, yeah and it is. <laughs> It's his reactions to everything, and you have his mannerisms down. So I think you guys, you, you, it's like perfect. I hope I so. I'm so really funny. nervous for that. I think it'll be so funny. I can't wait to see that one. Yeah, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I, yeah, I was when we were reading it. That one seemed really funny. Yeah, so I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. a lot of it is. It's hard with the read through for some of these because it's yeah. like it's all um, action. This all happens, yes. but you don't see it. So. But it's like, okay, but you don't, you know, you can't, it's not words. People aren't sitting there reading. This is my part. I'm going to read this. This is my right. It's like, no, you're actually, I'm just going to read what happens in the scene because it's yeah. all pretty much a visual. Mm-hmm. And that one is completely all visual. And then if you get music playing, and you, your dad's so good about incorporating both, all of that with, with his shows. Yeah. You know, and you are too, you know, picking out songs that, you know, enhance the, the moment. 
So I love that. We need to get to do that. Me too. Me too. I'm also one more. Um, I, I'm doing the assistant director, which I think is funny because a lot of people think that I have that kind of ego. So to play that character, I think it's going to be oh, fantastic. Yeah. I can't remember which one's that. Um, the one where I'm just like, oh, like look at all these people. I have such a great relationship with my audience and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, people, people think that's what I am. So I think playing that is going to be incredible. I think you're incredible. Jesse played that last time. He did. Yeah, I have the 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 tape. Yeah, and same for him. I mean, that's what I know. There's some people who are like, oh, well, he's just well, that's big how ego. he is. Yeah, yeah big ego. Yeah. So no. I'm I'm pumped. well. Anyone with the director as their title, anyone thinks that, like. Out, from right. the outside they're like well, oh they must think they're some hot shot and i think it depends on like the group you work with so like where our group we don't have that like yeah, there's I no don't. ego they're they're probably the most humble i yeah i don't have an ego i realize that i'm directing at a community theater i am not making movies but there are there are people <laughs> who think that i do have that um but so i'm, I'm excited to play that and be like yeah there you go. Ego. Yeah, and we used to do one act. So there's a couple of people who came in and directed at some point who thought that they were. So we used to be able <laughs> yeah. to like random do, people. We had they would ask us to direct a one act. So um, Don would invite and say, "Here, the, here's a couple script op- script options. You know, would you be interested in directing?" And I think I did. I just remember Lynn. It was like um, sorry, wrong number. I directed sorry, wrong number. And Joanne did the Hitchhiker that year, so it was like she he they did companion pieces, and so you would you would do exactly that. You would direct a one act, and we present it like in our slot right now. Um, it would be like a, and would give just everyone an option to or an opportunity to direct these one acts that, um, which was good. Except that I think we started to run out of the talent for the directors because then he went through all of us, and then it's like. Now, who are you bringing in to direct? And, you know, we've already done it once. He was just trying to give us opportunities to do that. So, right. you know, it was great because we got to cast it um, and, and do the music and everything. So it was it was a fun opportunity. And, you know, we had to do that. But um, I, I don't envy you guys at all when it comes to casting and all that stuff. It's, it's tough. Hard. It's a hard thing. It is. But you know what, though? If you pay attention at auditions, you see it. You see when you you call someone up and they and they are just they just nail that part or are so perfect for that role, and if you walk out thinking, "Well, I should have played that," um, then you really weren't paying attention because you you see the chemistry you see, and that's why I tell the kids and like, I'm, they're not watching to see if you can read the best. They want to see you make a connection up there, right? Yeah, and that's what your dad has always told us: is make a connection, like. I don't care if you get the words screwed up, but just make a connection. I mean, you try not to screw them up, of course. Right. But um, like when you read with for um, what did we just do Christmas? Yes, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you weren't there. You I, weren't, you, I wasn't you at did, the audience. Yeah, you weren't at that. It was just you did like a, a phone one. There were some other people. Ryan. Right. Yeah, Ryan, and then there's a couple <laughs> of people who read. But I mean, Erica mm-hmm. came in last minute, second night, and then you had her up a read. I'm like. Oh my gosh, how lovely is she? You know, like to just walk in and it's just like, oh my gosh, how she was adorable. And it's so, it's so much in the the little things. And I don't want to make anyone more nervous, but like when when okay. somebody comes in and hands her foreman, like you can you get a lot of just by just looking somebody in the eyes while you're taking their form, like and and how they leave from there and go sit down. Oh my like, god, it's easier with kids because <laughs> a kid will like hand you the form 
and I'll be like, oh, thank you, thank you, and just however they react to that. And then if they go and sit down and start swinging their feet and doing a tap dance number on the floor, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm picking up on all that. But like adults is harder, but but you do you you get a lot from from everything and even just how they walk up on stage and God, do you remember he's, how he's I actually, he's actually sat and watched my acting class and going, okay, what and like and this is when they just come in and sit and wait in the morning before we go downstairs, yeah, and like you watch certain ones just can't sit still, so we we know which yes. ones that were like okay, um, how do we train this one to not do that? <laughs> so yeah, it's... right. Oh God, what was your first impression when I auditioned for Fairy May? I liked you. I always liked you. Oh, you were adorable as fa- like oh Fairy God. May. Oh my gosh, you got up and you read. I think you had to read you a couple other things too, but I think mm-hmm. Fairy May. I think you probably I read think, the nurse. I think, I think you Fairy read May. something different. I read a couple, but yeah, you read something different first. The first time you went up, and I wasn't casting the show or anything. I was just there with my dad. So I wrote down on the thing Fairy May, and um, you didn't like you didn't read that part, and At he was all? like. Not, no, you not did, yet. but like the first thing you read wasn't right. that. And so I put that down and he was like, oh, like, all right, yeah. And you read and you got it. But like, I, I yeah, I always liked you. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't one of those. That was, no, yeah. Like, there, uh, you, this it, girl needs to go. Yeah. You'll know. Or like, just like, oh, this person, that's kind of, <laughs> that was a weird choice. Or like if somebody hands a form and says a joke. Oh, has that like, happened? Mm. Well, mm-hmm. that or the... <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go straight to the notepad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that, funny guy you? over here. Oh no, I don't I don't keep a notepad. <laughs> I just keep it in my head. But, too, you you got to listen. So if you get up on stage and, you know, you're giving direction or your dad's giving direction, you know, having, like, one-liners come back at them, ha- come back at you guys mm. and, and to talk through, it's like, oh, no, I'm going to make a joke because I'm up here. It's like um, they're actually judging you to be in a part <laughs> that they... Choose. know what yeah. the opportunities are um you really need to pay attention um we saw a little bit of that recently there's um, no easier way to get on my list than to make a joke while i'm okay so turn to page you know 24 and they'll be like ha, 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 24 25 i'm like <laughs> okay you could just sit down because <laughs> you just lost all of your your trust oh, God. I, it just what don't if they do turn that out to be good though Normally, rarely that's... does rarely okay. does that happen. <laughs> yeah. But it's just they're connected. They're one in the same. Yeah, I feel one. like take that advice for any audition. Whoever, if you go and audition for anywhere, don't make jokes. Don't make comments back to everything they say because nobody wants that. I, take that for life. <laughs> I, nobody wants a comment to everything they say. I can't even imagine doing that. I couldn't imagine it. I, well, that's because I think it's a respect thing. Yeah, and I think we were raised yeah. that way. That if someone's talking, you respect what they're saying, and right. especially someone who. Is kind of an authority at that point, and if you're not, and you're like, I'm, I, I can be funnier than what they're saying. It's like, um, no, you really can't, right? Because they're the ones telling you what the gist is of what you're doing, yeah, of what you're going to read and everything else. Has anyone ever made a joke and it was actually funny? In this situation, probably not. <laughs> when people when people do it and it is funny, then it's like that's it's they did it once and that's it. Like, like it was truly something like, okay, like this is funny because of this or make, made a connection to the show and they blurt it out and like, oh, okay, all right. Like they understand the show and, and everyone laughs. Like, yeah, that's happened, but they don't do it again mm. where it's like you'll get the people who will continuously make joke after joke after joke and like I can't fake laugh anymore. So you're going to have to either stop or deal with the silence of no laughter. <laughs> oh, I God. get – I have a, a hard edge I guess when it comes to that, but just just get up, read. And sit down. 
Yeah. You can say your thank yous, your whatevers, but don't. <sighs> it's just, I don't know. There's a time and place for everything. An audition <laughs> is not a time and place to practice your stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I know we don't. I don't think we do stand up. I don't think we do stand up well. Um, we do find out though sometimes that people who we thought were very serious are very funny. Uh, yeah, like Trey. Yeah, we never knew how funny he was. And uh, one of my favorite roles he did was in uh, Murder in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, I really. I'm gonna talk to my dad right after this and tell him I would like a spinoff. Oh gosh, it would be so funny. It would be hysterical. It would be I've so never, funny. I've never seen that, so I don't know. Oh, uh, I was uh, stage managing that show and ended up stepping in the week of the show because the actress had to have emergency surgery. Oh, my God. Um, she had missed a couple of rehearsals and was just about to come back. And your dad came up to rehearsal and said, can I talk to you? I'm like, yeah. He goes, uh, she has to have emergency surgery. I won't say names, just to respect. Yeah, yeah. Um, she has to have emergency surgery. Um, she can't do the show. And... She kept telling her doctor, well, I have a show. I'll do it afterwards. And the doctor says, you need to do this. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not you can't put it off. You need to do this now. And so the, you know, she had worked all this whole time with them, so I felt bad. And then I had to jump in and learn all her lines. And um, God bless your mom because she had her counter that she worked off of. And she had her script. Yeah. <laughs> Actors, <laughs> secret. Sorry, Deb. Uh, but she had her script and she had so many lines. She had some of the some of the stuff there and I could not memorize one scene. And she's like, step behind the counter. I got her written down right here. I'm like, thank you. You know, so it was like, thank God for that. But um, but the, those two in that show and like then trying to keep a straight face. Yeah. With with. Um, Trey just running around like a crazy and like he had to reenact how someone could be a murderer yes. and he was going he had to run around the whole set he'd pop in a door leave he goes no watch they did this and then or this person could do it and he'd run around and at one point he comes out in freaking lingerie yes. and I'm like oh and I'm, and I'm like what and I loved it I, he, he's hilarious he, we never knew what kind of comedy he could do and he was so funny and then flipped the switch, and for post show he was so intense when he did um, Telltale Heart. And I, I said this on the podcast before. I mean, I've, I've talked about Trey before. Uh, I think that's one of the best things that has ever been put on there was that Telltale Heart. It was awesome. We did that one, that version, um, the first time we did the post show back in 1990. I can wow. say that because um, that was the year it was a senior in high school. That's when we, when we lost John Kerr. Um, that was his show. He was supposed to be in wow. and he ended up passing away. And we did Annabelle Lee and it was heartbreaking because we had rehearsals right after that. And um, I was a senior in high school with him. We were all supposed to graduate together and Danny and Danny Sana and Jenny Cochran, we were all together with him and wow. we were at rehearsal that day and the next day he was gone oh my God. and it was it was devastating that's why we have that scholarship in his honor um but bill cunningham was the same thing he did that he delivered it uh, but it was 1990 and your dad right i think has reintroduced it as um until to hardy did it as a inmate in a cage okay one time with tarn uh, Professor Tar and Dr. Feather interviewing him in a police thing, and he had a lawyer and everything else, so he did that once that time, which was a really cool interpretation of it, um, or adaptation of it, and then he reintroduced it again when we did the post show. 
And that show, the set was amazing. The lighting, I loved the look of that one. Me it too. Was so simplistic, and yet it worked for all the the different places that it had to be for, you know, for all the different stories they were telling for Poe. Yeah, yeah, I I really love that. Um, Trey, if you're out there, if you're listening, <laughs> let us yeah. know. I love when people let us know who listens. Okay. I had Izzy let me know. Remember from All Through the Night, yeah, when Christmas Carol. I think she was in. Yeah, um, she let me know. She's like, oh, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Hope everything's like going well. Oh, I that's thought that was awesome. the coolest thing ever. And like, she was, she was one of those. I think she was one of the princesses in that in that sketch. No way. No, she was too new for that. I think uh, maybe not. Then oh, I'm thinking like Jackie and all them. Yeah, that's what yes. I'm thinking. Jackie and yeah. Yeah, because I I was in school with with Izzy and all of our teachers actually came out to see Alter the Night, oh. which is so cool. They they, yeah. they took when up a whole guys, when you guys were kids. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So she reached out. I thought that was really cool. Oh, I love. That. Yeah, there's a lot of people who say they listen to it every week, and I'm surprised that they. Me too. Can't keep coming back. Well, Me too. I, why I why do you keep coming it. back? Thank you. I start work really early, so I I I'm so glad when it's on super early in the morning because then. I start playing it at work, and then people come to my office, and I get upset because I'm like, oh, I'm busy here. I'm, I'm, I got a podcast going. Um, what? What? Is this something important? Because um, okay, I know I know I'm at work, but I want to listen to this. Um, so, which is nice because I can actually listen to things until phone calls start coming in when they open the phones at eight. So I got a couple hours before that. Um, but now I listen every week, so I love that. Thank you. I love wow. everything yeah. you've done so far. Um, some great interviews. The kids were. <laughs> all over the place, and of course, we knew Autumn and Bella were going to be our crazy ones, which just makes me laugh. But um, and then Ari's always so eloquent. She's yeah, I can't believe she's only like fifteen. I know, she's like a little kid still, but like in grown, like a grown up. But I know that's what I said about most of them. I mean, sometimes yeah, they'll they'll, <laughs> they'll say something that's like, wow, that's really profound, profound, yeah. <laughs> yeah. New yeah, word. I think you said that last time. I and did. They were like, what does profound yeah, mean? Yeah. But then they knew it. They're like, oh, that's one of our words. And then they went on their their rant their about schools and <laughs> yeah, and their word things and not doing their homework. And yeah, this would be that's why I don't want to film this at all. But I just wanted to film our reactions to to so many things in that episode because <laughs> there's so many times I looked at you and I was just like, I don't know what we're doing. What are we I doing? Mean, what, What's yeah. happening right now? <laughs> I feel like when Dylan fell, you were just like stone face <laughs> <laughs> like i was laughing because it was funny and so was everyone else and you were just like i i have no words i i love when people fall but i i i don't know i, I didn't want to sound like a jerk that's why i'm glad i came in already <laughs> seated before this started because <laughs> yeah, i don't want to yeah. be that <laughs> well they didn't have an option to do that yeah, yeah i'm yeah. like i get to start sitting down right i don't have to like walk in and try and trip over something like a kramer fall <laughs> that would have just been good so um, I feel like we've been talking a lot and not about you specifically. <laughs> but you know what? I have so many I, just because I've been here. I yeah. don't know. So it's I wrote story. down something on my hand oh, a gosh. little bit ago because I forgot. <laughs> um, also, you have a phone, you know. No, he uses oh, his hand I for everything. Hand. Everything. Um, everything? That's does. That's what I was going to say before. I was going to say that Izzy messaged me. Oh, that's like, cool. Like however long ago that was. When I said I forgot what I was going to say, that's what I was going to say. So I wrote down oh. an I on my hand. And then under that, I wrote down costumes because we haven't even talked to you about I, costumes that's yet. That's where I was going oh, next. Okay. So we're on the same yeah, wavelength. Yeah. We're on the same. That's why we have a podcast together. <laughs> oh, gosh. Good. Good. <laughs> so how did you start to get involved in costuming? Um, well, when I first started, I was on the set crew 
because it was painting and then we learned how to build things and so I did that and Debbie used to always like work in the costumes and like some of the girls would help her but since I knew how to build things I was always helping build so I didn't know how to sew or anything so I taught myself how to sew on my mom's sewing machine and the year we did birds that stay the first time um she wanted to create some 60s costumes for the girls and I knew how to make shorts. <laughs> this was the big thing. So um, this girl, Tammy, played my daughter, Angie, because I was Mrs. Pratt. And we wanted to make her and Joelle, who was playing Kelly. Kelly? Kyle Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah. So we wanted to make them some costumes. So we just – and I I learned how to sew. And Debbie goes, well, now I know you how to sew. That's it. You're, you're in costumes with me from now on. <laughs> so Debbie was always the costumer. I was always just helping her out. And because my brain works very weirdly and I have a – ridiculous memory for random information you really do i i do it's kind of crazy um we would be in the costroom she'd be like okay i'm looking for the dress that so-and-so wore in this show back at this one not not this dress but the other one the one she wore in this scene and i'm like okay and we would find it and then or i'm looking for this costume so-and-so wore in this and so i just started learning with debbie and then we got a grant the one year we did little women to make costumes. The this was the time. first time. The first, the first time we did it at at um, at the theater. Okay. The, okay. We did a, another one. You, with your, let me just say your dad's adaptation of Little Women. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a two thousand dollar grant to make Little Women costumes. Um, I think we bought hoop skirts because we weren't going to make those. Right. Um, that's ridiculous. And so we went to Joanne Fabrics and bought a million, you know, all these different kind of materials that, of course, have to color coordinate because it's your mother. Um, yep. She taught me my color coordination skills, too. Thanks, Debbie. Um, and we sewed our little fingers to the bone. We made all the beautiful dresses that we still use to this day in everything. We we saved everything. I've actually used the scraps of material to make costumes for or aprons for when we did beauty and the beast um so that was that and then when debbie kind of stepped back on some of her responsibilities because she had other things going on in life i kind of stepped into the role of i think it kind of got thrown at me of of costumer (laughs) and so it's it's fun i actually like creating looks um you were tricky Alex, because you were red. No, you know why? Because you're a redhead. Oh, so yeah. like, okay. I uh, we can't put you in certain she, colors. Oh my god! Is she a redhead? Okay, well, okay. Let me see. In um, <laughs> Curious Savage, she was definitely a redhead. And I've never dyed my hair, so I was yeah. a redhead. All and long. then, and then Jenna came in, and she was red hair. And we're like, oh my gosh! See, and Jenna's like, got red hair. Yeah. What? Jenna Alex, has how red hair. How did you say Jenna has an? I don't. Because I, you, you just look blonde. Well, yours, yeah, yours is getting more like strawberry blonde. No, so I, there, I am yeah. a strawberry blonde, okay. so I do have blonde. Yeah. But when you started, somebody, it might have been like Carolyn, like, oh, I love the two redheads in Curious Savage. I'm like, two? There's one. Yeah. No. Yeah, there mm. was two. I don't. I don't see it. You're the only one who doesn't. See I've it. I've known you <laughs> for a few years yeah. now. I've never I've never looked. You've been like, oh yeah, that's red. Yeah. It's yeah. blonde. But every time you say that, everyone's like, what are you talking about, DJ? She's redhead. Maybe everyone else is crazy and I'm the same one. Okay. Oh, there we go. Maybe. <laughs> That's possible. Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Alex with her red hair, um, we <laughs> she was tricky to costume because you can't put her in certain colors. You're right. Because it clashes. And same thing with Jenna. And so like <laughs> Vanessa's been awesome in helping me. And then I do a lot of Google research when we're doing period pieces to create different looks. Um you know, because we have a 
great, um, albeit somewhat a little messy right now, um, costume room. A little. <laughs> yeah. A, a little, little is an understatement. <laughs> it's, it's a work in progress is all I'm going to say. People just need Spring to Spring cleaning is around the corner. Yeah. People, people need to not throw stuff up there that doesn't belong. I think there's lumber up there. Um, from Not Living Dead. Um, but it... It, it makes it fun because, like, we have a great um, foundation. And so to pick pieces from that and then, one, you have to work with different body types and body sizes. Um, Frankenstein was great because, you know, you had those nice little um, skinny girls. God bless Isabella and um, Erica who could fit into everything. It was like, it was like a little fashion show upstairs. It's like, come here girls, let's put you, let's try this and let's try this. And then it was color schemes. Cause then DJ's like, I want these colors and not this and this. And I'm like, okay. So, I mean, you kind of give us some guidelines and then just create something new or to create some new looks and to take things that we have, um, making Ben something that would keep on him as he's running around and throwing himself to the ground. Yeah. Frankenstein was a little tricky. I feel like that's just been in every show, running yeah, around well, and throwing himself to the ground. It is. If, if he if he could jump off of everything, he would. Nope. Does he have Does he have a part in this where he throw in here we sit? Yes. So yeah. I made sure that there's one part called the acrobat who who tries to get out. Everyone tries to get out in a creative way, and so I said this has to be Ben. Oh gosh, he would yeah. love it. He would just love it. He gets to leap over something. I'm like, okay, well clearly that ha-. and like you said, like he leaps. I'm like, well, yeah, of course Ben does. Oh, yeah. Because it's so bad. Um, <laughs> but I think my favorite costume shows, I loved The Lodger. Because mm, it yep. looks there with the costumes, the setting, the stage, the lights, everything. Agree, yeah. Worked so well. Um, we created, and I had a costume crew of amazing people, all the costumes for Beauty and the Beast, but Belle's gold gown. Yes. yeah. Her mom bought that, which was crazy because uh, it was amazingly like she had to wear two hoops to keep that thing up um <laughs> it was just a big heavy dress but we made everything we made cogsworth we made lumiere the beast um because we had a werewolf costume laying around and i could make his haunches i was like your mom's like well we need a beast costume i'm like well we have a werewolf it has haunches <laughs> i can do something with that and you know and we did it was we got to create um you know, the silly girls, we had stuff from Oliver laying around that we could, like, tweak and make it look cutesy and, right. you know. So it's like we have stuff. I know the inventory in the room for the most part. And then if not, when I get to find new things, it's great. But to create new looks. But Beauty and the Beast was, I think, our, our hardest one we had to create costumes for. Because oh, yeah. Of, because of what it it entailed. And I know Joanne's already borrowed stuff when she did it at school. She's like, I just need this or I need this. And, you know, it's not like something you have laying around at home. Like, yeah, can you bring right. a wardrobe? Can you bring in a – your mom at one point brought an actual dresser. She's like, here's this. And I'm like, um, well, I have an idea. And so otherwise poor uh, Allie, I Allie think, yeah. was, was the wardrobe. Would have been in a, an actual dresser. Um, we were I had a cool dresser. idea with an actual dresser too, but I was yeah. I was not – I was like, oh, that poor, that poor woman. <laughs> well, and it's like we made uh, VJ's aunt. VJ's aunt Linda donated a ton of material. And we made um, Cogsworth's little uh, knickers. And his, we took a jacket and put that same trim on it. We took the same material made into the wardrobe because then they, they were coupled up at one point. Yeah. And 
not only did you have to make their costumes, you had to make how they transitioned back into human form yes. and not be in that costume. So I took a hoop, an old hoop skirt because um, whoever played Cogsworth. Nick. Nick was um, a bigger guy. So it's like you had to make sure that shape was right to look like a clock. And he was perfect for the role. Um, Lumiere, my friend Sean, split his pants every night on stage. <laughs> One night on stage and then backstage re- rehearsing. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you need to pull the pants up. Your 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 crotch should not be at your knees. Um, yeah. Pull them up. I go. I won't have this problem. And he's like, oh, because I'm like, that's why you're splitting them. I had to sew his costume almost every night backstage. <laughs> I couldn't even watch the show because I'm backstage fixing stuff or making sure everybody's in the right costumes or you know primping things here there. Did the same thing for Joseph too. We had to put all you guys in your biblical mm, I, biblical costumes. That yeah, was, that was an experience. I'm not a singer. And I was in Joseph with there's like thirty people backstage and it's hot, it's summer. Mm-hmm. And then I'm upstage and I'm not I don't know, I'm not a singer. Yeah, but I, you're I shouldn't one of be the here. brothers. The brothers are the they're not all they're not all of them have to be like ideal singers. You had to be yeah. part of a brother group. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like it's if you were Joseph, yes, you have to sing. If you were a couple of them have solos here and there, but not not to that extent. I love that musical. That was a great musical. It really is. We've done it twice now. And yes. even with the kid chorus and everything else, it's a great, I mean, the music's wonderful. Audiences love it. Um, it's always a good one to come back to. Like, Yeah, I don't want to repeat any musical besides that one. Really? I mean, maybe Beauty and the Beast, but that I feel like that's so new that's, still. That's mm-hmm. still down the road. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. some old ones like... Sound of Music, we revamped all those kids' costumes, all the nun costumes, and then we did Nonsense, and they cut all the nun costumes down. So That's like, one right there. Don't worry about ever doing Nonsense again. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Sound of Music. I, I was know. Like, I was like, oh, uh, wait, what? No, no. no I, don't. I, was, I was okay with either one. I'm like, I'm fine oh. with either one. But Sound of Music is so iconic. I feel like yeah. Now I'm gonna it make is... oh, now I'm gonna make a million new, new nun costumes though, oh, depending okay. on how many has to cast. <laughs> I'm just not into like I, I just want to keep doing like new, not necessarily new because Sweeney but Todd's new, not new, but it's still like newer to us, newer to yeah. us and edgy and and so I want to keep going that direction instead of like sound of music so safe. Well, and the thing is, your mom used to call them. I I don't want to say the gassy pant ones, um, like yeah. the older ones, <laughs> but I mean like Carousel, Oklahoma. Um, right, like I want to get away. Older ones, like even Hello Dolly. I mean, I know they revamp them, revise them. They're back on Broadway and stuff like that. But it, these are the old ones that, like, you would watch on MGM or whatever. Right. And so it's just it's nicer to get new shows out there that we have never done. Like Oklahoma, we've done I think at least three times. Yeah. Sound of Music, we've done three times. Carousel. I was in it twice, and their dad directed in '82. So we've done that three times. Yeah, um, I have. You ever I done know. My Fair Lady? Yes. I was never in it, but it was done a long time ago. In fact, they had like a famous artist do the poster. I was gonna say I only know because of the poster. Yeah, so there's a poster mm-hmm. downstairs, and it was like some guy, and actually, or maybe he had costume design. One of the guys went on to do the costume design for Tootsie. And it might have been the guy working on my fair lady costumes with your, with with the theater. Is that the poster that 
he took and ran underwater. I don't know. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's like it's like a water. It is. I it's need to see. Water. I've probably seen it, but I don't. It's there's a really cool the story, and I think Jesse told me or somebody told me. I don't want to butcher it, but I want to tell it because it's on my mind, and I'll forget. Um, like somebody painted this beautiful picture, and someone's like, "Yeah, that's cool," but like, look at this, and like ran it underwater. And the artist was like, "What are you doing to my my poster?" And then like pulled it out, and like it was it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous poster. Why would they run it underwater? Because it looks beautiful. I mean, it, it but looks. But the great. artist didn't intend for it to run underwater. I, I don't believe so. I don't think so. See, like that's why I, I think that's the one. Wait, so... I don't know the story because this was before my time. Mm. Um, but and I it was know your way mom. Before my oh, your okay. mom, <laughs> slightly <laughs> before your DJ. Um, I don't think you were even. I was like when we were at the schools and touring around. Um, no, so I, I think that that yeah, I, I was not, that was before my time. I just know the pictures for that are gorgeous, and then yeah. I don't know if it was that show or a different show, but one of the guys went on to do costume design for Tootsie. Your mom tells that story, so I guess that's that's, awesome, I, I think it's a Debbie story to tell. <laughs> Even though I already said, "Sorry, Deb." Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, we've done costumes. I do you have a favorite costume in particular that I wear or that people wear? Both. Both. Um, <laughs> See, same oh, time. Yeah. Oh gosh, just... no, that's frightening. <laughs> um, it's, it sounds weird, but I like the grungy ones that I get to do. Um, so Widow Fly is always fun because it's just a multiple layered thing that I get to wear. Um, and that's just me personally. And then your mom made me look kind of Ursula-ish when we did uh, Treasure Island. So that was fun because she wanted it to be like kind of like a sea, a sea hag. And I was like, cool, <laughs> I'll do that because she was blind. I'm like... So, like, there's the picture on the poster downstairs, and it's really cool with, like, all these shredded yeah. materials. Um, favorite costumes, though? I mean, I love the ones for – I just – I love the looks for things. So I loved I loved the look of, of The Lodger. I love the look of – I think I like Dracula. I was going to bring that one up. I really, really enjoy the costumes for that. I, I did like doing that one. I had to be backstage changing them, like, every five minutes because, like, Mina had a million costumes. And, like, certain costumes – Certain actresses are clothes horses, and they have a lot of, like, gowns and this and that. And, like, this one for Frankenstein, even Isabella had, like, a ton of changes. And yeah. then it was, like, even Erica and um, Juliet in the beginning. And then those two kind of fall out. And then Isabella still has all these wardrobe changes throughout the – she had probably had, like, seven or eight dresses at least. And I loved her green one. It looked like Poison yeah. Ivy. That was pretty... And that, it had a belt to it, and she goes, "Oh, I never wore the belt." I'm like, and the one day I think she tried to wear the belt, but like let end up on stage, and someone stepping on it with a <laughs> ribbon. But it was like a green velvet dress, and I'm like, I think it's you have to be the right body type, which of course she is because she's a little skinny princess girl. Um, but it, it looked gorgeous on her. I'm like, here's this dress. Try this dress. Try this dress. <laughs> and DJ's idea, which was awesome, even though I kind of fought him on the one part, was to just do – he wanted to be kind of earth tones and, you know, everything that way. And I said, well, okay, but the first – you know, because everything's kind of like dreary. You know, it's Frankenstein. Right. You want it to be more gothic and everything. And I'm like, well, the first scene's a party. Can I dress the people <laughs> Can I have like a little bit more <laughs> colorful? And he goes – Okay, I go, and then things go bad. Some you can kind of go more earth tones and everything. He's like, okay. So I, I got to do that, and um, at least I got my purple. But I thought that picture looks gorgeous with everybody in the colors. Yeah. And the girls, like, dresses, even though it was totally unplanned, I just tried to get things that look good on each one, um, seemed to, like, 
all blend and, and look yeah. beautiful together too. So I like I like the I mean it's kind of weird to say, but I love the um classics because I think the costumes for them are so much I think much richer to do yeah. because they're yeah. so much more involved. Um and little women. I mean the costumes for that are just gorgeous. I can't wait to get back to that. Yeah, I don't know if how, is that no, I'm going to say it has not been 10 years cuz last time we did it was it's 2000, close. 2015 and that mm, one Yeah, it is close. That one's that one sticks a bad a bad memory in my just cuz of the date, but that's for different personal reasons, but um probably the hardest show I had to do ever. Um I'll say it. My my dad had passed away mid-production. Oh. So, I'm going to cry now. Um, no. No, I won't. But um he had we had we were doing three weekends. We had did three weekends. We were up three weekends for shows because we thought, oh, if you do a Thursday and one Sunday and then do- I thought that one was two. No, it was three weekends for that one. And we did like two, two, three Fridays and Saturdays because we thought, oh, maybe this will get a better, you know, we tried different things. So people were like, oh, you get better crowds this way. You get better crowds this way. I think we went back to two weekends because it's easier for the actors, um, which we appreciate way more. Um, but between... I think opening opening Thursday we had a memorial service for your uncle, who had passed away, mm-hmm. and I was at the church with you guys that day. And then they did the, um, my character was Hannah, she was the housekeeper, and she had to talk to Meg, no, sorry, Joe after Beth passes away about you know, and she had to say to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven, and she had to give this whole speech about. You know, it's okay, death, and about this and that. So they had said that at church for their for her uncle that day. And I was like, oh. And I'm like, okay, now I have to say this tonight. And I think your family all came that night. Your sisters were there. Emily was, mm. of course, crying. And it's like, right. okay, that's hard to take because I, I know you kids. I, you right. guys, you're like my nieces and nephews. I've known you since birth. So that was hard. And then we did the first two weekends. And that Monday after that second weekend, my dad had passed away and i was just devastated because you know my dad's been around forever and he had always come and he was six we couldn't come see the show and he kept asking like when i get home how was the show how'd this go because he was staying with me at the time and uh so that monday morning he had passed and i had to reach out to i think i just posted on my timeline to everything there's a season and a time to every purpose under heaven and your mom messaged me and said what's going on and i was like i can't even say it I said, right. we hadn't even told my, we couldn't get a hold of my brother. So that was like a hard thing. And um, so that was, we were trying to get the family informed and, um, but your mom posted something. And then now I'm like, the big thing is our hump, I got to finish the show. Right. Because the show had to be that weekend and it was coming up. I mean, it was only Monday. The show was again on Friday. And I'm like, if I couldn't do it, the next person available would have been your mom. I'm like, well, she just buried her brother so i'm like how am i supposed to put this on someone who's never never had to have any rehearsals or anything else i mean your mom would have been a trooper and stepped up if you had needed to but my dad would have said what are you doing go do the show Mm -hmm. this is where you're supposed to be they're they're your your family too go do your show so i called your dad and i said i had i had messaged um the girl playing joe i'd messaged carla i think and ron and because we were in like a chat group on facebook and um and I'm like, guys, I'm going to do it. I just need you guys to be there. And they're like, oh, my gosh, whatever you need, whatever. So, and Joanne, because she played Marmy. Um, 
I called your dad and I said, I'm, I'm going to do the show. And he goes, well, if you feel, I go, my dad would kick me in the butt and say, you need to, what are you doing? Go do the show. Right. So I went and did the show that first night. I think your dad and Uncle Jesse were running lights and sound up in the booth. And I think Megan Swartz was there too for some, I don't know why. She did. I think she ran something. She was up there maybe helping or whatever. Yeah. So they just, they held their breath and I did my speech walked off stage and Carla and Ron were there to catch me when I fell. Right. And I did. I, I made it through it, walked off stage, tears down my face, came back on stage like nothing ever happened for the next scene. Everybody's like all happy and cheerful. But it's like hardest thing I think ever as an actress to do. I, I yeah. couldn't imagine. Um, but, you know, and but at the same point in time, I know my dad would have been like, yeah, good. This is what you should be doing. You know, I'm sure he was there watching. Finally, he could get there and watch it. But it was just a great cast to be supportive. Um you know, the, the girls on stage with me and stuff and, you know, Carlin Ron right there to catch me when I can walked off. Yeah. So, you know, those are those moments that your your theater family has to be, you know, you're they're there. Right. And, you know, I mean, it's funny. I think I've been invited to your family's weddings because they think I'm actually related. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have. Yeah. I got invited to um, your cousin <laughs> John's wedding because Sarah thought I was related to you. They're like, well, your aunt, oh, your aunt Lily. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Um, well, I'm really not related to the Swartzes at all. I'm no blood relation whatsoever, <laughs> but I've just known them forever. But, you know, so it's just. It's a great place to be for something like that. Yeah. I remember for Carl and for oh. Jed and just to have everybody there. Yeah. And and everybody was feeling the pain and to and to be with everyone was yeah was helpful. And just you're all in it together. Well, getting the message for Jed, we were there for rehearsal. I remember. And you you and Mikey were downstairs doing something? We were playing hide and seek, Wait. and I was hidden. Who else was down there? Did it just you two? It was just you it two. It was just us two. Because I remember getting the message. Your mom was sitting there, and like we hadn't heard anything all day. And I'm like, something. Debbie's like, no, no, everything, everything's fine, and we're on stage. Yep. And your mom just gasped and went, oh, no. And that was it, and we came... She's. I have to go tell DJ and Mikey. And I'm like, well, not by yourself. So we, her, and I came downstairs to tell you. Yep. You too. I I remember and like it was yesterday. I yeah. do too. And like, and then we all descended rehearsal, and we went home. And I went home, and I'm sitting home by myself, and I'm crying. And, and then I think your mom called me, or, or your dad, one of your family called me and said, "Get over here. What are you doing?" I'm like, well, I didn't want to intrude, mm-hmm. you know, on your family. They're get over here. So I went to their house, and we all just kind of cried together and that was it it's just like we shared stories and yeah it, it's heartbreaking and then your mom called me at work the one day when carl about carl and that's another one that you sit there and go what we just were with this person he was yeah. at he was at rehearsal and i will forever hate this i i always will take off of work take off of school i find skipping anything to be at the theater this one night i had to work at the escape room and i'm like okay i'll i'll just go there i'll miss rehearsal i'm sorry and it was the last rehearsal he was at. Yeah. Carl was. So, like, I always kick myself for doing that. But I was v- really happy because before he passed, I told him that I transferred from Joe's to O'Hara, Cardinal yeah. O'Hara. And he was so ha- – I've never seen him that happy or, like, that proud. And so I have that moment that I'll always Cause that's cherish. Where he went. Yeah. That's, where, oh, and that's where he went? That's where – yeah, he yeah. went to school and he loved it. And and VJ knew him from there. Yeah. Because VJ went to a Cardinal Hera. So he was like ahead of Carl was ahead of him like a year or two. But yeah. yeah. So but he, he knew him too. And I was like, okay, so um 
Plus, I'm seeing the shows. But um, Carl, again, when I joined in 86, Carl was there. And there's times where Carl was gone for a while, and then he'd come back. And, you know, he's played my dad. He played my grandpa. He played my boyfriend. Yeah. You know, he's played so many things. You know, sweaty, sweaty, sweaty <laughs> Carl, because he sweated like no tomorrow. Um, my favorite with him was um, when we got to, well, he loved, I love when he played my grandpa, and we did Meet Me in St. Louis. I played the Judy Garland role. And he was grandpa. So we had that moment where yeah. he takes me to the dance because my boyfriend was an idiot. Or the boy I liked was an idiot and <laughs> missed to get pick up his tux. Um, but then we got to play um, Sheila and Norman and, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Boys Next Door. Boys Next Door. Yeah. So and that just was that – was, that was great. We danced to Rainbow Connection. Yep. And I was laughing because I'm like, you have to. We had to learn the words. And he goes, I'm not going to learn the words. I'm like, we have to learn. It's like Rainbow Connection. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? I'm like, come on, it's Kermit the Frog. And so he's like, okay, Miss Piggy. So it's like, you know, because it's Carol, and you can't let anything go. Um, so we did. We danced to that, and it was just, it was, it was great. It was memorable, and he was amazing in that. He was. And I mean, he just. And it's funny because he never remembered his lines. Um, I can say that. God bless you, Carl. But you were <laughs> awful with lines. Um, we ran them backstage. And I'm like, you can't hang me on stage. You have to say these th- words because I can't say things to you if I don't. I go, I'm just going to jump to this if you don't. And he's like, okay. I'm like, oh. So, like, in if you watch the show, he was always back in the kitchen, like, doing dishes. He had a script right there. Yeah. You know, he he cheat, 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 cheat. But he also jumped into the role. Right. Because um, the guy who was supposed to play couldn't end up could not, uh, not being able to do it. So for him to jump in and then take charge. And he, yeah. again, just his acting was amazing. Yeah, the lines may not have been there, but just his interpretation of that character yeah. was just was just incredible. And that was fun, fun to do with him. I talked to them both before every every show. Yeah. Jed and Carl. I'm Do like, you? all right, please please let this run smoothly. I know you're gonna oh, you're gonna nice. laugh if, if it does go wrong. And it's just before every show. Yeah. Every show or every big thing I do really, but every show And that's I'll, a ritual for you. That is. Yeah, that's right. I didn't yeah. I, I talked to Stevie. Um he's one of my one one of mine and he comes to me if I have problems I get signs from him all the time, and it's it's normally Madonna songs because he was obsessed with Madonna and uh, Spice Girls. In fact, when he had his double lung transplant, your mom – and this video is around somewhere – your mom recorded us um, just doing songs and stuff to send to him in the hospital. And, um, like, and it, we were rehearsing Butterfly at the time, and so she's around filming stuff backstage – Actually, no, I'm sorry. We were in production for Butterfly the last time we did it. And she's filming stuff. So, you know, I'm not even going to say, like, the things she did. And then your dad was (laughs) so – because I don't know if they want it known. Um, Your dad was doing, like, um, Bigfoot sightings. Like, but he was, like, elusive. And you'd see him, like, walk through the yard, but, like, you'd barely catch him. And, like, they just did, like, all these weird, stupid things that would just make Stevie laugh. Yeah. And uh, so he was around – um, I don't know. You weren't before Rosie and Emily knew him. Yeah, I never knew it him. was because he was, in, I think, Sleepy Hollow or Oklahoma. It was one of his last. It was like when he, the summer he passed. Um, but he was, he was around. He was in Meet Me in St. Louis. 
as as the boyfriend of like Laura's character, which was funny because you know we all the three of us for the Three Musketeers for so long. Yeah. Um, and he started when he was little. He was like a little munchkin in Wizard of Oz, nineteen eighty eight, eighty eight. I think. Sorry, it was we did Wizard of Oz, and it was yeah. like that's that you think green room craziness then oh, I, cast mm. of s- about 60 people Ugh. all kids all kids because that's when it was the nt theater workshop and we Yikes. rehearsed all day yeah but there was we grew up there when i say we grew up there we had rehearsals all day like six to th- i'm sorry nine to three we'd go home eat dinner and then there'd be a touring fairy tale that your mom would direct yeah or we'd also have sometimes an extra kid show so we were there like then six to nine so you would be there like all day, go home, come back. Right. And we loved it as kids. I was talking to a couple of girls when they came to see Butterfly. And they said, we grew up. This was They were in the first production in 88. And they said, yeah, remember we did Fort Turing Fairy Tales and we did this at this park. And we and those pods that we have, we would strap on our backs and take mm. to – because your mother in levels um, would yeah. take and, and set up at, at, at parks and do those – and do fairy tales. We did Tales from Hounds Christian Anderson. We did Yankee Doodle, which was a big patriotic thing. Um, we even took that to a nursing home or a senior facility. And I had grown men crying in front of me when I was talking about <laughs> Star Spangled Banner. And then we had to sing it. I was like, oh, my gosh, this man's crying. And I'm like 15 and this grown man's crying and saluting as we sing the national anthem. And I'm like, okay, tears. And it's like, okay, now you now I know why. I mean, clearly. Right. Um, but it was just like. You know, you're just like, okay, and then you'd perform outside in a park. So you talk about be having to be loud. Oh, yeah. Try and talk over a softball game going on or, <laughs> or kids playing in a playground. And we didn't use microphones. And we right. also used cassette tapes. Um, I keep telling the kids there was one we did called Pipe Piper. And there was a song called the, there was a song about rats. And they want to learn it uh. so bad. And I'm like, nope, sorry, no rats. There's this whole song, I know, the little kids in the group like rats for some odd reason. Um, they're obsessed. But there was a whole song about rats. And But your mom did this thing, and the one time, twice now, you're, two or three times your mother has said this, and she needs to stop. By the way, she goes, if the tape stops working, just keep going. And every time uh, she has said that, it stops the working. tape stopped working. <laughs> Um, we did it for the in the playground for the rat song. Thank you very much. And it was a dance number. Also, it wasn't just a thing. It was a whole song and dance because it was your mother. And um, then we did. I think the worst one was Oklahoma on oh, stage. Yeah. Yep. Like the closing I was here for that for the Oklahoma number. The CD stopped, and we did a whole um, number on that. And we had to keep going. And I think they used to record the audio for the cast so that we'd have it to listen to. So we had to stay after the show ended and re-record that number because it had the music gave out. Uh-huh. And we kept going with song, dance. I think Dan Torres um, was in it. People were like, I was watching Dan because he's just dancing away. And I'm like, okay, great. You know, and it's yeah. just, we just, you, you, you keep going, you make it through. But it's like, oh my gosh, show must go on. But. Right. Not to that extent. I think Jerome was trying to bring it back in your mom. He was saying, don't, don't, don't. Just let him go. Just let him go. And it's always the craziness that goes on. You have to be prepared for that. Right. It's it's insane. But it's fun. You know, yeah. it's a, the greatness of live theater. That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Live theater. Live theater. Well, I think 
Are we going to wrap up? Yeah, and we're closing in on two. Jeez. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I, have a lo- I talk a lot. Sorry. No, that's great. Well, you're one that we, we're going to have to have on again because yeah, there's yeah. just so many. I mean, we could keep talking for hours. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of stories, but that's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing the ones you did. Yes. Thanks. Yes. Thank you for coming on. Thank yeah. you. I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie because I was like, you asked me and you're like, you went. And I said, oh, what do I need to know? And <laughs> everyone who has been on said, don't tell her anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially they Carla. they didn't tell us anything. Yeah. yeah. Carla was like the first one to like <laughs> jump up and say, don't, you don't have to know <laughs> anything. I'm like, but I want to know at least something. Are we talking costumes? Are we talking this? Are we talking that? Yeah, well, we everything. talked a little bit, a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, we talked about a lot today. Whatever pops into our head. Good. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, that. and I got a lot more, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, my yeah, next, so I... yeah, my next project is DJ's costume plot for. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you have. You have oh wait, what about here we sit? You have to have a. Lot. Here we sits not because a lot of it's gonna be people's clothing. Mm. We just have to kind of Street coordinate clothes. Street okay. clothes, so it. it's a little bit easier. Maybe a couple little specialty pieces for like. You know, um, the ushers of Uber ushers we have. I mean, I think I know exactly what we're putting you guys in, but um, we'll talk. That was my upstairs. I was like, wait, so I'm really my dad's like, well, I figured you guys will be the ushers. Like, really? Like, I don't have the build of a military esque person. Wait, who's the ushers? uh, Me, Callum, Ryan, Ben. Mm. And we're already having (laughs) stupid amounts of fun with it, which is God. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine I'm excited. That'll be fun. No, and those stuff we have, I laugh so hard because, like, I think Carl was one last time. Yes. And some other men. So it's funny because I think they were, like, older men this time. So yeah. now we have, like, the 20-somethings. And yep. if you guys can train my regular ushers to be that way, I'd be really happy. I'm well, all right. <laughs> Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just kidding. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, so this one will be easy, but a Sweeney Todd is a next my next big challenge mm. from DJ. Yeah, it's going to be real I'll be excited to see that and all the clothes. I can't wait to put it on. I can't wait. I'm excited for it. I, I Me too. I still have to watch the movie. But, oh, my um, God. I know. Someone borrowed uh, – Sarah, I have to get it back from you. Sarah borrowed my um, DVD, and I don't have it back yet, so I will have to – Get it back well, you'll see her at it. rehearsals. She's running sound. Oh, yes. That's right. I'll have to ask her if I can uh, get that back so I can at least get some ideas. I already have some things going already. but Yeah, I want to follow the style of, of the movie a lot. I want to mix both of them. But I, I big Tim Burton simp, so I yeah. figure just run after that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's that's the episode. Episode 11, yeah. We uh, will be here for Easter. We have an Easter surprise. I don't want to build it up. I don't know how much of a surprise it'll be. It could go over like a lead balloon. And that's the episode I'm the scariest. I'm the scared, <laughs> most scared for. Oh, my God. Yeah, it could it could be awful. It, it could. People could say it's the worst one. It might be. So <laughs> next week is really boom or bust. But we're doing an Easter surprise. We're going to get here nice and early. And we have some games that we want to play. <laughs> and I, I honestly don't know how it's going to go. I hope it's fun. Like Me too. I think I'm going to have fun, but I don't know if it'll be fun to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, how much fun can they have listening to it? But no, they'll they'll enjoy it. We'll make it fun. Yeah. Can I say from an audience standpoint, I just love I love listening to just you two, too, because you guys have great insight on, on what's going on. Oh, thank um, you. So I do it from that that standpoint. I've listened to some of these multiple times, I will say. Um, oh my god! Mostly every Great. single one, but it's just because it's. I don't want to miss something. It's yeah. like I heard it. Did I? Miss, 
I get it. And then people interrupt me, which doesn't help. So <laughs> I've, listened, I've listened multiple times because they're just entertaining. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, that, that's it. Follow that's us it. on social media at Starry Night Theater, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. We're going to figure out an outro. Yeah, we, we have to work on that. We'll figure something out. <laughs> Okay. We'll we'll okay. get we'll get that together. <laughs> See ya. Mm-hmm.